the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. Ladies and So the world record for the most hugs in 60 seconds mm. is uh, 105 hugs. That's a lot of hugs. These two Indian dudes just broke the world record for the most hugs in 60 seconds with 105. So you have the video there. I want you to just take a look at the video and their technique. So hit okay. play. They stand like chest to chest oh and then God. their arms just swing up and down and back and forth and up and down in like this synchronized motion. Oh like these aren't deep <laughs> hugs we're talking about No, here. they're quick, super yeah. quick. Super quick hugs. But if you notice their chests bounce back and forth. Yeah. Right? Okay, so yeah, synchronized hugs. Synchronized hugs. That's the best hugs. way to, to describe it. Uh, you and Maury are going to try and break this world record today and I think it's an attainable world record personally. We just have to do 106. So here's what we have to establish because yes. what these guys are doing one guy his arms are coming up to the underarm yes, of the other person position and the other guy his arms are coming up to just below his shoulders the other right. the other guy's shoulders right. so one's going under one's going over i'll right. go under you go why under? Do, or okay. why don't you do one over one under you can try that because i don't mind hugging that way you want yeah. to do over under sure let's do that so mocha are you ready you feeling good about this i guess i'm gonna count you guys in and remember it's uh it's 60 seconds right are you keeping tabs? What's that? I will count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we so you're going. Practice. So are we going? We're going like this. Yeah. Like that? Like, no, so, that's weird. Okay. No, but if you just go like this. <laughs> no. And Mocha, yeah. you um, take your arms and you go above and more. You go underneath. Let me see what that okay. looks like. Wait. Try again. Try oh, again. Just wait. Yeah. One, yeah. Two, two, three. three. Go. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I think that that might be it. Hold on, hold on. I think that that may be it. We may break the world record here today. Oh, yeah, right. I think we have. I think we have this, guys. Okay, so, oh, my God. I'm actually actually quite uh, nervous because I think that you guys may actually break the record today. Well, don't miscount. Okay. In three, two, one, go. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-two. Pause. Now, now, what? okay. Wow. Arms, arms, got to go down and up. You guys are just going like you're slapping each slap other. It. Okay, it's right. down yeah, yeah. and up. It's like down and up. When oh, you you've never hugged someone before? Yeah, okay. I'm doing. I'm doing it right. You're doing it wrong. No, okay. When like you this. when you finish a hug, the hug, your arms have to go back down to your sides. Mine's okay. like this. Okay. 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 Here we go. Okay, <laughs> gentlemen. In three, two, one, go. One, two, three, four. Oh, crap. Okay, you're out of sync. You're out of sync, boys. Ow. Okay. What? My wedding ring went off. Oh, oh. oh. How convenient. Lori's <laughs> wedding ring blew off. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Lori wants to be single for this one. Okay. Hold on here. So, Maury, in you were just attempting the world record to hug another man, and your wedding ring went flying off your hand? Went flying off. Okay, yeah. Okay, accidents okay, last happen, try. Okay, Ready? last try. And remember, it's all about synchronization, guys. Yeah. Okay? Okay. Okay. Ready? In three, two, one, go. One, two. 
No, you're not in sync anymore. Get in sync. You guys, it's got to be like rowing. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> did we do it? Okay, first of all, you guys didn't even hit 20 seconds. How oh. am I out of breath? Right? Why are we breathing so hard? His chest, <laughs> his chest is hitting mine. It's like yeah. concrete block. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah, okay. but whoo, this is a lot of work. Okay, do you guys want to, okay, do you want to go one more time? Hell yes. Okay, this is the last it. Okay, figure out your synchronization, you guys. You're, where you guys are failing is you're going at opposite times That's what as I mean. opposed okay, to the here. same. same time. I would even say just count it out, like count it yeah. one. Two, I was just gonna say three, okay, four, yeah. five. I think that if you guys that's did that, that's that's you how can. you that's how you guys are gonna do this. Okay. okay. Come here. Yeah. Okay. Put your chest so, on my chest. Yes. Here we go. Okay, ready? so yeah. in three, two, one, go. One, two, three, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> nineteen, twenty. <laughs> Yeah, eight, nine, thirty, thirty-one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Maury! What happened? Maury just walked away from you. Had enough. Maury had his head on my shoulder and everything. Maury was resting his head on your chest. Yo, it's a whole new Maury when that ring comes off. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, Christine. It's Ronza Mocha. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, okay, no. here's what Christine oh, texted, okay? No. Christine said, good morning. I'm just writing to apologize to Roz. I know this smooth, cool dude thing has gotten way out of hand. I wanted him to know that it wasn't meant as a negative comment. It's truly a genuine compliment. It's getting stale, and I'm so done with reading about it all over your IG posts. <laughs> I'm sure you are too. Again, sorry, Christine. So, Christine, I assume you are the person that called us like last year or whatever and gave Roz the name of Smooth Cool Dude. Yeah. Okay. Uh. <laughs> wow. Man, uh. Christine, no amount of apology is going to stop that phrase from being thrown around. Well, with your help, obviously not. With yeah. whose help? Your help. Mine? What do I do? Yeah. Uh, you're you're encouraging it. Somebody, uh, it's it's so funny because we've played that call so often, and I still I still get uh, questions from people of who was it that actually said it that day? Like who was it? Because we have the clip. You know, they don't. They the, don't. In the beginning, like I just that was my compliment. I didn't expect it to be something that exploded. You thought that you could call me a smooth, cool dude and Mocha wasn't going to jump all over that? (laughs) It it is genuine. It really is. But people took it as a joke and now I'm offended. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're offended. I'm, I'm listening to the radio hearing this or I'm I'm reading your post and I'm like no that's not a bad thing it's right. a good thing so you were the one that originally uh, referred to me as a smooth cool dude trying to defend me my honor thank that's, you by the way and that's since true. since then every single thing I do on Instagram is smooth yeah. cool something yeah. <laughs> sure is right because <laughs> yeah. you're a smooth cool dude right everything I do <laughs> My Instagram is completely populated with people goofing on me uh, for Smooth Cool Dude. At first, I 
first it was like, to me, it was a joke. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Everybody's quoting my line. Yay. But now it's like, no, not funny anymore. Okay, hold on just one second. Can I just, again, just set you on the right course? Had you called up right now and said it was a joke, maybe it would die off. You saying that you were genuine doesn't help things at all. I know. <laughs> Smooth Cool Dude has now taken on a brand new life. Yeah, yeah. So thank you for your text, Christine. <laughs> I love we were able to call you this morning and get all of this sorted out. So what you're saying is you still feel that way? I still feel that Great, way. Great, thanks. What is it? It sure is. You know, you meet some people and they're like geeky and nerdy, and then you meet some people and they're just you know, smooth, they're cool. Like, <laughs> Not everybody has that. Has what? That's Smooth, you know. <laughs> Smooth, cool dudeness. <laughs> oh, Christine, we love you so much. Thank you. I love you too, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. If you listen to the Roz and Mocha Show, actually, and Kiss 92.5 long enough throughout the day, you'll hear Dammit Maury's voice reading some of the commercials. Okay. And Dammit the process voice reading the commercials. To get to the end result of a perfect read is often a long process. Right. For the producer. <laughs> working with Dan Moore. Did you screw up again? Sometimes uh, it could be like 15 minutes. Sometimes it could be 30 minutes. Sometimes oh, it could be 45 geez. minutes. And these commercials are like 30 seconds long. Uh, in the past, Dan Moore has messed up on <laughs> everything. On everything. <laughs> Scripts like for our friends at Dixie Mitsubishi. No, this is not a curling commercial, but you really do need to hurry into Dixie Mitsubishi. To- no, this is not a curling commercial, but you really do need to hurry into Dixie Mitsubishi to mitts, 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 mitts. Like mitts on your mitts on your arm. There you go. Like mitts on your arm. Or when uh, he was promoting a Thanksgiving event happening at Casaloma. Bring the family bring the family along to celebrate Thanksgiving at Casaloma with a delicious feast. <coughs> bring the family along to celebrate Thanksgiving at Casaloma with a delicious. Bring the family along. <laughs> so, so, so his problem word there was family. Uh, yep. Uh, and one of my favorites wow. Wow. is the line is products may not be right for you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Products may not be right for you. Okay. Your natural health partner. Products may not. Products may. Products may not be right for you. Products may. Products may not. <laughs> product may be right for you. <laughs> product may be right for you. <laughs> product may not be right for you. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the reason why I bring this up is because oh, there's a new one. No, what's this one for? Uh, the client is Copper Creek. Okay, Copper Creek, sure. And the line is: Think again and discover the Flex membership from the Copper Creek Golf Group. Yeah. And I believe this was like a. Th- 35-minute session with David Moore. Oh, my God. So, again, the line is flex membership from the Copper Creek Golf Group. Gotcha. Think again and discover the flex membership with the Cooper Crop... Copper Crook... (laughs) Copper Crook... Crook Golf Club. (laughs) (laughs) Copper Crook... Copper Crook... 
Creek Copper Copper Creek Golf Group. Copper Creek Golf Group. <laughs> Copper Creek Golf Group. Why don't they just go by CCGG? CCGG. <laughs> Copper Creek. Copper Crack. Copper Cooper Crack. Copper Creek Golf Group. Copper Creek Golf Group. So it's the flex membership from the Copper Creek Golf. <laughs> <laughs> Copper Crack. Copper Creek. Copper Creek Golf. Copper Creek Golf Club. Group. <laughs> Think again and discover the flex membership from the Copper Creek. <laughs> <laughs> and discover the Flex membership from the Copper Creek Golf Group. Oh my God, did I get it? <laughs> Done. <laughs> so you did eventually get it. All right, yeah, there we go. 35 minutes later. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hoorah. I didn't think that uh, Drake was still associated with the Raptors the way he had been since signing on to be their global ambassador, yeah, which I, thought, I think went away for a while. I thought the relationship got sour. I heard that they weren't happy with him. Because he wasn't living up to the expectation of what a, quote, global ambassador was perceived to be? I, I don't think... Like, he still got those courtside seats. No, he still got those courtside seats, but I think that they went through a bit of a rough period in that marriage. And I, it's looking like things are back on track now, though. Yeah, and... So I read this last night. Um, Josh Lewinberg from TSN is the first to report this. It says, as some have noticed, OVO branding went up outside the Raptors practice facility this evening. Can confirm that the building formerly known as BioSteel Center, which had been nameless this season, will become OVO Athletics Training Center. Drake who already had a stall in the Raptors locker room at Scotiabank Arena, which I didn't know. He already had a what? A stall. Like he had like a like a player's stall? I guess. What, like a bathroom? No, like the little cubby. Like in the locker room. Like you're oh. like a kindergarten cubby. I only thought he had well, access, like he had the lounge there, has the lounge at Scotiabank Arena, yeah. and that he had his permanent like courtside seat. Sure. Now has a key to the practice facility and the logo on the front of the building. Is the OVO out? He bought the he bought the the naming rights to the building. Yeah, yeah. that doesn't mean ambassador. It just means he's throwing money at everything. Oh yes. Oh yeah, my yeah. god, of course. Yeah. But now when you're driving along the Gardner and where you would typically see where it says BioSteel right Center, right by uh, Jameson, right by Jameson, yeah. it's Duffin, now a. Uh, Raptors logo next to that is the OVO Owl. Yeah. And on the front of the building, it says OVO Athletics Training Center. Really? Huh? Yeah. Geez, so I, yeah, I mean, I, they don't have to take his money. Like I, you're right, more. He's just throwing money around, but they don't have to take his money. Like if they well, didn't want to be, not? but if they didn't want to be associated with him, yeah, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of sketchy companies. I'm sure Ashley Madison would have loved to have called it the Ashley Madison Center for, you know, athletics and cheating, right? <laughs> Yo, like, athletes be all over that. They'd be like, fam, but, can I get a key? But can I get a key? Can I get a key? Can I get a key? But they're not going to take Ashley Madison money. You know what I mean? <laughs> athletics and infidelity. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. If you're thinking of booking a trip to London, England, you'll be real happy about this. Our friends at Air Transat, they got direct daily flights to London, England, and twice a week, direct to Manchester. London is one of those places where you actually don't mind doing all the touristy things. Generally, when I go to places, I find it to be a pain in the ass. I find the lines to be a pain in the ass, uh, the weather to be a pain in the ass if it's not exactly what I want. But London, for some reason, none of that matters when you're there. Yeah. And I happily waited, you know, in line to get on the London Eye in the pouring, freezing cold rain. We had a riot. 
Yeah. We had an absolute riot while we were there. The same thing. We it was like we were the only two. Catherine and I remember we were the only two uh, people sitting on the top of the double decker bus when we did the when we did the bus tour because it was a little damp. And then we stopped at one stop, and two other people got on, and they immediately came up top to sit in the rain with us. And then we found out they were also from Toronto. Oh, really? Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So there's See, some, and, there's something about it. And man. that's the thing. I love those uh, those city bus tours that take you around uh, all over the yeah. entire city. So you just spend the day and what typically would take you, you know, weeks and weeks and months of planning maybe to go on your own to visit all these individual places. You just right. hop on that bus and literally spend the whole day going to all of those places, yeah. seeing all those places, taking all the photos, uh, eating the food that you want in and around those uh, those neighborhoods, those areas. It's so good. Yeah, I love it. Uh, plus, Transat, they offer multi-city packages to enjoy those cities in and around England. All you got to do is go to their website, airtransat.com, for all the details. Hey, Mocha, mm. let's take a phone call. Hello? Hi, Erica. We just want to let you know that your boyfriend Nick's cheating on you. Mm. I'm just kidding. It's Raza Mocha. Happy birthday. Wow. What? <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. It's Raza Mocha. Hi. How are you? Good, you? Good. Uh, Nick asked us to call you because he loves you a lot. <laughs> that was the worst way to wake a poor girl up. What if she was like, oh, yeah? Well, I'm cheating on his ass, too. <laughs> You're not cheating on Nick, are you? No, I thought you were one of his friends. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Well, yeah, I guess we are friends, but uh, he, he listens to the podcast. He listens to the regular show, and uh, he just said that you are a super huge fan of the show as well. Your birthday's tomorrow and wanted us to call you uh, a day early just as a surprise. Yeah, thanks. How old are you turning tomorrow? 22. 22! What are you doing to celebrate this weekend? Um, I actually work, so... Oh, alright. <laughs> you didn't even get a day off for your, for your birthday? You didn't take the day off or anything? No. Oh, okay. You're like the perfect age to go on The Bachelor. <laughs> I don't need to go on The Bachelor. I already have someone. Yeah, but it is... Come on, is Nick like Bachelor level? Or what are we talking here? Like, better than Bachelor. Better oh, than Bachelor? you, Erica. Better than Bachelor. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nick's gonna hear this and regret <laughs> even giving us your number. <laughs> well, listen, Erica, have a wonderful birthday weekend. Thank you for listening to the Raza Mocha Show. And uh, go give your, your boyfriend, Nick, a big uh, big hug and a big kiss. Thank you. All right. All right Between Raza Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, no. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Mocha, but like... I don't know. Roger's a cool dude. <laughs> oh, stop it. She's the worst. <laughs> Thanks, Erica. No problem. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So the question is, if you could, would you? And I want to bring this around to the Lori Loughlin and Felicity Huffman scandal that's going on. Okay. Because I've heard a lot of things from a lot of different people. Maureen and I got into it this morning over if you could, would you? If given the opportunity to cheat to have your kid get into a really good school, would you? Absolutely not. Because at some point, the truth is, is going to get out there. I don't care what it is in life. You cheat, you do something wrong, you do something dece- uh, decisive, you will get caught. The truth will eventually come out. Okay, so let me... And trust me, I will do anything for my kid. Absolutely I get it. anything I get it. for my kid. But what kind of an example am I then setting for my child 
Because again, that truth will come out at some point. So it's 416-870-8888. And to text us, it's 925-555. Maury had said to me this morning that it was what? I, if, if it's in the best interest of your child and for their, their education and their life, then I would absolutely have no problem doing this because there's a good kind of lying and cheating and a bad kind of lying and cheating. And, I and this sort of is ag- the good kind. I sort of agree with both of you in, in, in a way. And I'll tell you where the split is, where the divide is for me. If somebody told me, hey, listen, you slipped me 15 grand. Mm-hmm. I'll get your kid into school. I'll go and get the money. I'll take a loan out of the bank. I know people that have sold their houses to send their kids to school. That's just money at that point, right? It's a little bit of cash at that point. That I'm sort of okay with because that goes on in colleges and universities all the time in the form of donations, Okay. right? Parents who are wealthy, the, 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 the school needs a new uh, football goalpost. Sure. And you're like, yeah, I'll write a check. What do you need? 25 grand? Okay, no problem, right? Donations. All about board. They happen all the time, even though they're a little bit dirty. Where I, what I wouldn't do and where I draw the line is when you lie, when you pay to have somebody correct your kid's SAT scores. Right. When you pay to have somebody Photoshop pictures of your kid as an athlete in a sport they have never once played. But it's not against them into school. It was Lori Lachlan, right? That, right. The picture of her kid, right? Yeah, they, they, they gave their kids... They gave their kid this background of them being on a rowing team yeah. and that they did very well in order to get them in through the athletics department of the university. Okay, but what if, so her kid took that spot yes. that was assigned, designed for somebody for that specific thing, Sure, right? yeah. What if there was a kid out there who actually did that could successfully get into that school that couldn't because of all these lies that's, and that spot was that, then That's taken. unfortunate for them. Yeah. This is in the best interest no. of my child. I no. don't, why should I care about that other person who's I'm actually not, played the sport? I, like, I'm, I'm not worried about anybody else's kid. I'm only worried about that. my, I'm only worried about my own kid, right? I, I don't worry about anybody else's kid. But right kid. is right and wrong is wrong. And you but always have to do the right thing. this is a kind of wrong. Money, Absolutely I have no problem. Not. With the if you have a if you're running a racket where you need a donation for your school and somebody has a little bit of money, right? Why not? That's that's what you get for working hard, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I feel less dirty about if it's just straight up cash exchange than I do. I feel horrible. I would never. I think yeah, it's so story, dirty. I think it's so dirty when you get into what they did. Yeah. When you get into they what they're accused of doing. Straight which lying. is like and let me explain. If you don't know the story, this is how dirty the SAT scam is. They have a psychologist on the payroll. They bring their kid to a psychologist. This isn't necessarily what Huffman did, but this is how the racket worked. They bring their kid to a psychologist that is on the payroll. That psychologist gives the kid a bogus diagnosis of a learning disability. They take that diagnosis to the SAT department. They present it, and then they say, my kid needs special attention when writing the SATs. They say, okay, we'll put you in a private room with one of our designated instructors. That designated instructor is also on the payroll, who then gets paid big to correct all the wrong answers that kid Kid who does not actually have a learning disability did on that test in order to get him into that school. That is filthy. Yeah, like absolutely filthy. Anyway, the question is, if you could, would you? If given the opportunity to do this to get your kid into a great school, would you? And you don't have to say your name. We won't press you for it. But I think you're going to find a lot of people would say yes. Hey, Kiss, it's Razamoka. Hey, my How name's are. Ashley. Hello, Ashley. Um, I agree that you should only be worried about your own kids. 
and where they're gonna, they're gonna go. But I think part of that is teaching your kids to be good citizens of the world and being honest people who aren't cheaters or swindlers. Yep, agree with that. <laughs> but, but the so, but, but again, the question is, if you could, would you? No, because it's wrong. Okay, wrong is wrong. Okay. Here's a question that yeah. somebody texted to us just now. Nine two five triple five. Did the children of these parents know the extent of the cheating and the lying? Um, I'm going to say yes. Simply, okay. yeah, be- I say simply be- photoshopped. You're posing. Yes, they okay. know. They know. They knew what was going on. And one of the one of Lachlan's daughters actually did a, a YouTube video where she was talking about going to college the school that her parents paid allegedly half a million dollars to get her into where she was lying there going, you know, I don't really care about school. I mean, I guess I want to go for game day and partying, but I'm so busy with work that I don't even want to know. And then people lit her up uh, when she made that video being like, do you understand how privileged you are? Like you're going to one of the best schools in the country and you're sitting here crapping all over. And she had to actually post an apology video. Oh, wow. Right after, right afterwards. Yeah. So did they, and and so did they know there's nobody who said, as uh, 100% did they know, but chances they knew are pretty high. Yes, I agree. Thanks so much, Anonymous Ashley. You're welcome. <laughs> Have a good day. I love. Hey, Kiss, it's Raza Mocha. Hey, Raza Mocha. Oh, my God, I can't believe I'm here. <laughs> What's going on? Um, I am all fired up about this SAT topic, yeah. and I work in higher education, and I used to work in admissions. I have a lot of parents approach me about the same sort of things, and I cannot waver on integrity, and I always told them, you need to learn to let your kids fail because there is so much to be taught when you learn how to fail. Coachable moments. It's all about resiliency. And what Lori and Felicity did are so wrong and I would never ever do that. Yeah, like they say that one of their kids uh, SAT scores went up 400 points. Wow. Wow! That's insane. (laughs) That's like a friend genius, dude. (laughs) Come on. Like, the levels of lying on top of lying on top of lying is just remarkable with it this is, story. but does this not does this not happen this happens in canada too with you know uh, legacy students and old alumni wealthy families this happens here and it may not oh. be it may not be in the form of you know faking an athletic background but it sure as hell happens in the form of charitable donations to a post-secondary uh, institution oh it absolutely does if you've ever seen some of the university endowments that come through yeah. i guarantee you there's always a condition attached to it a hundred percent yeah Damn. Yeah, and they're saying that some people, like in this report, like we're talking Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin because they're the famous faces of this. And the the, the number that's associated with Lori Loughlin is half a million dollars. In this report, wow. in wow. this report, in this roundup, there are parents who paid upwards of six million. Oh my God! To have their kids <laughs> attend a prestigious school. My mind is blown right now, everybody. Right? Six mil. Hey, thanks so much for calling in today. Thank you so much, guys. I love you. Love you, you too. too. Bye-bye. The Rosin Mocha Show podcast. Uh, somebody, y'all set Maury? Mm-hmm. Y'all set Mocha? Yeah. Somebody sent me this riddle. Oh, no. Yeah. God's sake. I'm going to hire somebody that just help me use my phone. There it is. Oh, my God. I want to do that job. <laughs> yeah, you think I'm letting your fingers on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Maury. So it goes like this I have six eggs. I broke two. I fried two. I ate two. How many were left? Okay, six eggs. Mm hmm. I broke, broke two. two. Yeah, I fried two. I ate two. How many were left? Interesting. So you have six eggs. You broke two. Yes. You fried two. Yes. In something two. And that's six in total right there. Right. 
And then you said how many are left. Correct. Meaning how many are left. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. But like the question is, is how many are left in the carton? How many are left, like left in In what sense? In the world? Like no, no, but like out of the six, out man. of the six, left what? Like left, left to still to enjoy. Sure, to do whatever you want. To do whatever you want with them. They're your eggs. Zero. Okay, uh, incorrect. Because you had six eggs. Yes, sir. Two broke. They're done. Done. Fried two. Yep. And what was the other thing you did too? Eight two. Eight two. Yes. Two. How because you fried two and you ate those two. So how many are left? Two. Incorrect. Four. Four. How do you figure? You broke okay. two. You can't use the broke. Hold on a second here. Okay. Two broke. Yeah. You used those two to fry them. Right. You used those two to eat them. Right. So that's, basically it's two, Did two, two. you just look over and check your math on how to count to four? <laughs> <laughs> so four. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. See this Jose Canseco stuff? Yo, so, what's this guy's beef? Okay, man? so Jose Canseco, he's always had beef. And there's an old clip. I'll get you the old clip. Mark, if you can find it, it's from I think 2008. Don't ask me why I remember what Jose Canseco said about Alex Rodriguez <laughs> in 2008. But see if you can find it. Because I think back then he accused A Rod of cheating uh, with his wife. I think that's what it all comes down to. And then oh. I think there was a there was a steroids angle in it where uh Canseco said that he put a-Rod in contact with his roid guy, and then maybe A-Rod denied that years later, and Canseco had to wear that. So anyway, so Jose Canseco's very upset that Alex Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez are engaged. And he's accusing him of still cheating with his ex-wife. Oh, no! <laughs> so that's been going on now for like nine years, right? Holy. So... Jose Canseco writes this on Twitter. He goes, watching World of Dance, watching J-Lo text Alex Rodriguez. Little does she know that he is cheating on her with my ex-wife, Jessica. Poor girl. She has no idea who he really is. Damn. Next one was, I was there a few months back with her when he called her on her phone. Next one, Alex Rodriguez, stop being a piece of crap. Stop cheating on Jennifer Lopez. Why are you so busy, Jose? <laughs> I know. Uh, he was bored yesterday. Right? And then he goes, uh, Alex Rodriguez, I challenge you to a boxing match or MMA match anytime you want. <laughs> <laughs> and then he ended it by saying, uh, I'm willing to take a polygraph to prove that what I'm saying about Alex Rodriguez is 100% accurate. But why are you so busy? Like, why are you... Yeah, why do you care? Yeah. Like, you wanted your shot at J-Lo? Right? I, don't, I think he's still upset because he... I, and I don't know whether A-Rod cheated with his wife all those years ago, but he seems very upset by all this. And to just, like, go off like that on Twitter... Did he shoot himself? So shoot his own finger off with a gun? I believe he did, yes, Mocha. Right? Shoot his own finger off with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> but the I, Twitter fingers are still fast, though. I used to see Jose Canseco all the time at the the Four Seasons um, restaurant in Los Angeles, Beverly yeah. Hills. And I'd be down there all the time for work, and he would roll in 
for brunch uh-huh. by and himself or by, with people? No, he would always have like a like an entourage of women with him, yeah. and he would wear the most bedazzled clothes I've ever seen a grown man oh, wear. Yeah, because right? like, he wants just, to be noticed, right? Like, oh, like he would have like he. Wore, I remember one time he had this black jean jacket that I swear to God had like a, an eagle on the back of it that was all oh, done oh, out oh. of jewels and rhinestones. Ooh, right? USA, USA. <laughs> right? Yeah, like it was. It's really, it was really wild. Like if anybody's wife is going to cheat, it's going to be the wife of that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Pineapples across the country are selling out like crazy. Okay. Over the weekend, there was a video that was posted of someone eating a pineapple and didn't cut it up at all. Just cut the bottom. So you take your pineapple, you flip it upside down, you cut the bottom, and then piece by piece, you just peel apart the pineapple. So each each one of these, each prick is a segment that you eat and it comes out. Each prick comes Apparently, out on its own. Apparently, you're supposed to be able to just take each chunk, pull it away from the pineapple, right, and just eat that chunk. Like, like eat it, it like string cheese? Yeah, yeah, so you don't actually have to peel the pineapple and then slice it and dice it. I've never seen that before. And I don't, I mean, I don't eat pineapple, so I have no idea. Oh my god, dude, pineapple's so delicious. Nah, I don't eat pineapple. Really? Why? Nah, it's not for have me. Have you tried it? Nah, it's not for me. Oh my God, it's so yeah, good. It's not for me. I love pineapple. You say no to a lot of delicious things. Yeah, I know. That's fine, though. That's my life. You live you. <laughs> okay, so more stuff, right? Like, why so concerned I like pineapple? I don't know. All right, so what? I don't like pineapple. Okay. Uh, more, go ahead. Cut the bottom off that. But I now. know why you picked me to do this. Why? Because I'm a pineapple. Okay, yeah. You've been waiting all morning to say that. <laughs> okay, so. Wait, careful with the knife. Oh my God, dude. Do you know how to use a knife? Yeah. Oh my God. I swear you're going to cut yourself. Oh, oh. Please be careful, Maury. There we go. Okay, so Maury cut the bottom of the pineapple. So the bottom's off, uh-huh. and then you're supposed to take each segment, and then you, you're supposed to be able to... Hold, no, okay, hold, Maury, I think, okay, now you're just making a mess. Can you hold it up? Like hold, this? Yeah, hold, yeah, exactly. Okay. So now the pineapple's upside down. Yeah. Now get a chunk and push it inward towards the pineapple and then pull out. There you go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's just making a this mess. This doesn't look like how it did in the video. Yeah, no, not at all. Did you get a ripe pineapple, Maury? Yeah. Okay, okay, so you got... So that, okay, Maury got mm. one piece. Mm, this is really good. Is it? Mm, okay. Oh my God, Maury. I'm just trying to squeeze my thumb in there. See, the video I saw on the weekend... It looked super easy, It looked right? and way nicer. <laughs> Maury is like manhandling this okay, pineapple. So as it is right now, it looks like... Maury's fighting a pineapple. <laughs> right? Oh, that looks like the, the first good piece that you got. There we go. There you go. I'm sorry. I can't watch you eat, man. Okay. You know what? I know that I started this whole segment by saying I didn't like pineapple. As soon as people see this video, nobody's going to ever eat a pineapple ever again. <laughs> <laughs> we will all be done with pineapples. Wouldn't it be easier if I just ate it from here? Like what? what? Like you, you, Okay, hold on a second here. You're going to eat the pineapple like what? Like an apple or like a corn dog? Wouldn't that make more sense? Uh, you can if you want. You can if you want. No, now you're just biting right down into the middle of the core. Nobody eats the core. You're not supposed to eat the core of a pineapple. I just did. Is your tongue itchy? I heard that when you eat the core of a pineapple, your tongue gets itchy. See, and you, and you guys are like, oh, why don't you eat a pineapple? Because I don't <laughs> want my tongue to itch. <laughs> For one, <laughs> who wants an itchy tongue? <laughs> That's disgusting. That's the same reason that you can't eat rhubarb because it'll kill you. I don't know if that's actually true. Okay, so are, are you just about? How is it more? How is the technique? Wet. Wet. Like I'm covered in juice. Yeah. 
but it's good. I love pineapple, yeah. but I just I'd rather somebody cut it up for me like my spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is My question is Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hi Sylvia, welcome to the Roz and Mocha show. How are you? I am amazing and super nervous. How are you guys? I'm doing great. Um how old are you, Sylvia? Uh, I'm 24. Here's what you wrote to us. Oof. Sylvia, you wrote to yeah. Razamoka FML Fix My Life. Uh, advice on finding friends your own age. At this point, being an adult is hard without having a support system. Uh, in my 20s, trying to figure out life. So are you looking to make some friends? Is that the deal here? Um, yeah, it's that, but also like trying to like keep them for longer than like a year or two. <laughs> okay, okay. How many how many friends would you say you have? Um, I think I have like a couple close friends. Yeah. And so what do you yeah. look at what are you looking for? Um, just like like that support system. Like I always feel like I'm always going to those same a uh, couple of people. Yeah. Um, just to like ask for stuff or like um, just having that support around me. So I was just wondering how to kind of expand that. Or Are these friends that you've grown up with or friends from school, friends from work? Uh, yeah, see, that's the trouble. So I have one like close friend from like high school, um, and then I found another one a couple years ago uh, while I was working um, a summer job. I've always found that people recycle friends or cycle through friends mm-hmm. every so often at different points in your life. The The friends that I had when I was growing up in high school, are I, I am in contact with none of them anymore. Uh, the friends that I had through college aren't really my friends. We don't really communicate or talk that much anymore. And all my close friends I've known since I met them all after 30. Mm-hmm. All, all my, like my closest yeah. friends right now I met when I was about 29 or 30 years old. Those are my closest friends. Um, now as far as meeting friends it is very difficult to i always say that yeah yeah it's almost like you have a window of making friends and that is you know when you're like 16 to 22 and then but what do you do when you're 25 and you want to make a friend because it's difficult to do anything because that's also the years where everybody's just trying to hook up yeah so when you're just looking for (laughs) when you're just looking for friendship it's very difficult also especially if you want a girlfriend like how do you how does a like a a 24 year old girl just go about find a girlfriend or how does like a 29 year old guy find a dude to just hang out with it's really quite difficult yeah for sure <laughs> there are ways to do it though like uh, have you thought about maybe like joining a club or like a a, a a sports thing yeah definitely like i do like volunteer i have like a part-time job and stuff yeah. so that's great trying to like put myself out there i would say that don't look for somebody who's exactly like you because the older that we all get uh, the sort of more varied your friends' lives will be. So if you are single and 24 mm-hmm. and you enjoy going to concerts, don't necessarily look for somebody else who's single, right? You know, maybe find somebody who okay. is in a relationship because yeah. sometimes those friendships are the best. Sometimes there's somebody who's, you know, married and maybe she has a kid where you guys don't have everything in common, but you have enough in common and uh, and you're perfect for each other. So I wouldn't like look for your exact opposite in somebody else. I'd keep a real open mind about who you, you know, may uh, build a friendship with. So are you just looking to open up your network of friends? Like you said, you have two close friends, right? Are you yeah. looking for more people that you could spend time with, talk to about problems or life or uh, just in general and hang out with? Uh, yeah, that too. Yeah, but also trying to grow like a, um, like a work-related, I guess, network too, just kind of, um, because I'm still like bouncing around between like university and college. So yeah. I'm trying to figure out my life in that way too. Finding, yeah. like, a what about people job. in university? I'm taking like introductory courses. So like I'm, a, like, I'm around 
a bunch of like eighteen year olds, so I don't know. Oh, if yeah, no, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> why isn't there an app? Like I don't understand this. We have an app for everything, right? But why isn't yeah. there an app that I can say, hey, you know what I want to do this weekend? Where you you put it out there and you go, I want to go see Captain Marvel. Uh, and yeah. I want and I want to go see Captain Marvel with somebody who also is a huge nerd. But I also need to know what their opinions are because we're going to go for a beer afterwards. And I need to know how they felt about the Last Jedi. I also need to know um, who their favorite uh, uh, Avengers character is. Where then you fill all this stuff out, and then they just they, they they hook you up together, and then you can just go and go to a movie with somebody, and then go for a beer afterwards, and have those great nerd conversations that you always want to have that you don't want to do alone. Yeah. You know, like why why isn't there this. a thing like that? What is it? It's called Rent a Friend. It's an app. It's an app? Oh, no. Rent a friend. <laughs> yeah, but no, no, no. It's not that's not the same thing. I want both parties have to be uh, wanting the same thing. It's not somebody, you're not hiring somebody to go with you. Well, no, you're but, looking for other like-minded individuals is what you yeah. want. You're paying them to be like-minded. No, no, no. That's that doesn't work in this okay, situation. So Sylvia, Roz was just talking about an app. Let me tell you about one that I downloaded recently. Okay? Okay. It's yeah. called Meetup. M-E-E-T-U-P. Okay. And when you sign okay. up on this app, you have different categories of things that interest you. Yeah. And then once you're in those categories, you can join various groups. You can see how many people are in those groups. And people will message each other or message the group and say, hey, for example, I'm in a photography meetup group, right? Yeah. And I've joined, mm -hmm. like, there's like six within that one particular category. So I'll get notifications from somebody in the group and it'll say, hey, going out for a shoot in downtown Toronto tomorrow at 7 p.m., anyone want to meet up just to go do some street photography? Yeah. Right? That's perfect. Yeah. So That sounds, that sounds so, really good. So and there's like everything in there. There's like food, uh, like I mentioned, yeah. photography, there's fitness, there's entertainment. There's just like a ton of stuff out there for you to join and then again, you find these people mm -hmm. who you have certain things in common, and uh, you know, start your friendships that way. I think Mocha's onto it. Something like that is perfect. Listen, the city can be a lonely place. The city can be a very cold, lonely place, and yeah. uh, and and it's overwhelming and it's difficult. And Toronto is not the friendliest city in the world. I'll tell you that. Having been to many cities, Toronto is a pretty cold and jade city when it comes to uh, meeting new people, and it's tough. It's tough here. It really, it really is. But go with something like that. I love that idea. Yeah. yeah. Just like find out, find out something you like, and go on this meetup thing, and just see where see where it goes. Awesome! That sounds so great. Thank you so much for everything. But <laughs> thank get, you for listening, Sylvia. Get outside your comfort You're zone. Very I will definitely do that. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Roz and Mocha's fix my life only on Kiss. Question for you. Hey, Damon Mori, come on in here. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Yes. Question. How many people have you kissed? Oh. They were thinking about this because there was a girl on The Bachelor. Because so Colton on The Bachelor was a virgin. Then there was a girl on The Bachelor who has never even kissed the boy. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it adds to the story. So let me run through some of these numbers with you here while you try and do the math in your head. 5% uh, of people said that they've never been kissed. 4% of people said that they've only kissed one person. And these are all people over the age of 18, by the way, that they talked to. 13% said two to four. 16% said between five and 10. 13% said between 11 and 20. 11% said between 20 and 50. And 15% said that they've kissed more people than 50 people in their life. I'll get to the final stat in a second. 
Like, does daddy count? No! No, okay. no, no! I'm just no! <laughs> no! 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 No, man! No! Because then no! that changes the number. Okay. No! Then. How much would that change the number? <laughs> well, every time. No! Okay. Okay. Two. Okay. <laughs> Two? My current husband. Yeah. And my, like, first ever boyfriend. Your first lover. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Two? Two. I had you pegged for much higher than two. Can I whisper something in your ear? Sure. Let me get my microphone up here. Like, maybe five. Okay. He said, like, maybe five. No, they whispered that. I know. How many does Matthew think? Two? So you're not honest with your husband about your past. Are we ever? Why would he feel weird about you having kissed? He's very five like he, he's very, you know, protective of me and my R lips. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, if there is a discrepancy when you go home today where he's like, I thought you said it was two, that's when you just say, but daddy counts apparently. <laughs> <laughs> the Rosin Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, let me go through this list with you. Um, oh, I love lists. Where they put together a list. They asked people, what is the dumbest thing you've heard somebody say out loud in public? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so, and I, the only way for this to work is to imagine that the person was earnest when they were saying it. Like, they actually weren't, like, goofing. They were sure. completely serious because that's in the spirit of, I imagine, how people were answering this. Uh, phones don't run on electricity. They run on batteries. <laughs> but that's true what's that but that's true what do you mean that's true it runs on batteries not electricity right what do you mean i guess phones now what are you talking about batteries are electricity true yeah okay, go on. <laughs> how do you charge the battery then you use electricity <laughs> okay uh what animal is ham <laughs> oh no somebody actually asked that uh, yeah what animal is ham they didn't know where ham came from why you look so confused right now Maury is the answer there no what do you mean what is the answer there where does ham come from pigs yes oh cool yeah okay. dang <laughs> you only learned that now bro you're 40 years old uh, somebody said uh, it's pretty crazy that Black Friday actually falls on Friday this year <laughs> 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 uh, somebody else said, uh, I'm a vegan, but I still eat chicken and turkey. <laughs> Hold on, what? Yeah, exactly. I always sense. find it weird when, when vegetarians eat fish. Why? I don't know. I, I find it so weird. And, and I don't care either way how you eat, whether you're vegan or vegetarian. It doesn't bother me at all. I don't care. But I find it weird when I meet vegetarians who eat fish. Hmm. Because to me... Are they not supposed to? There's a term for vegetarians that only eat um, like walking animals, that don't eat walking, but that they eat the swimming kind. No, there's no, some, so I don't know if it's Piscopalian something. There's a term. Piscopalian? What the hell is that? That almost sounds offensive, bro. <laughs> they're not, I can guarantee you this, Maury. They're not, they're not Piscopalian, okay? Um, <laughs> there's something. Jeez, man. You got to go and look things up, dude. No, for me, with a vegetarian, I always thought that it's just the one rule is nothing with a face. Nothing with a face? Right? Isn't that what vegetarian is? You eat everything as long as it doesn't have a face. 
or come from something with a face. To me, that's what that means. But so when you're vegetarian and you still eat fish, that's weird to me. And not that I care. I'm just saying it's weird. And that's why they can eat lettuce because that's only a head. Right. (laughs) That was only funny to you, Maury. (laughs) Look at him. Freaking Episcopalian over here. Me too. (laughs) Somebody just texted 925555. I once had... Uh, someone asked me at a drive-thru, quote, is there a bridge connecting England to Australia? Wow. My response was, have you actually looked at a map? <laughs> and they said, yeah, I guess it's pretty far. Um, somebody overheard somebody on a flight say, I think that was the last cloud we went through on the same flight, on the last flight. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, that's not real. Is somebody that real? said that, yeah. I think that was the same cloud we went through on the last flight. Oh, that's romantic. Also stupid as hell. also can we just like really just pay attention to the fact that maury on this date and i don't even know what the date is today march 11th march 11th 2019 finally learned where ham comes from (laughs) (laughs) the Roz and mocha show podcast i want to talk about ronda rousey real quick oh sure i think she was in toronto over the weekend Last week, Ronda Rousey, former UFC women's champion, now with the WWE, uh, on YouTube made comments about wrestling and it being scripted, going along the lines of they wanted her to say certain things on the show, on Mm -hmm. WWE, she refused to. And everyone's saying, this is all part of that script. This is all part of the show. Because I think she went into WWE, people thought that they, or the WWE thought that the fans were really going to take to her. Meanwhile, people not really liking Ronda Rousey. No. So she got to flip the script now. She came in as a good guy, good girl. Now, turns heel. Right. Right? So this is what she said last week that had people talking. Here's the thing, it's not a promo. It's not an act. I'm not going out there and doing the an act anymore. Ooh. They can say it's part of the act to try and save face to everybody else, but it's not an act. I'm going out there, I'm doing whatever the hell I want, and they can explain it away however they want, but everybody, WWE Universe included, I meant that I'm going to disrespect the sport that they all love so much. Oh, don't break kayfabe, Ronda. Wrestling's it's scripted. It's made up. It's not real. None of the touch me. The end. Okay, wow. So I saw on, there's a uh, Instagram account in Toronto called Six Buzz, which is basically like the Toronto version of World Star. Sure. <clears throat> People submit videos. And this was getting some traction on the weekend. It said that this was Ronda Rousey in Toronto, and she's sitting shotgun in a car, and fans are like approaching the car. She's stuck in traffic, right? Yeah. So fans are coming up to the car. And Rhonda, can I get a picture? Rhonda, can I get an autograph? And she's just like being mean to people, right? Okay. And it's kind of hard to make out, but some of the things that she says is uh, she talks badly about poutine. Yeah. She also says that Dunkin' Donuts (laughs) is better than uh, Tim Hortons. Okay. And then she also uh, says that Leafs suck. Listen to this. You don't like you don't like the uh, the Leafs. The Leafs suck, y'all bunch of Canucks. Canuck in a derogatory sense, not the nice one. Oh my god, this is crazy. So the the last part there is some 
female fan in the background. I guess this happened on Friday. Yeah. Screamed out, happy International Women's Day. I can't even get mad at Ronda Rousey for that. Like when you're when you're so passionate about something, but where you throw your your hatred is on you know poutine, the Leafs, and what was the third thing she? Oh, and uh, Tim Hortons. Tim like Hortons. I can't. Like, what are you gonna do? Right? I would love it if she if she actually said something that you know you could have a conversation about and say, hey, maybe you know she's gone off the deep end and needs help. But what she's trolling is like the most trollable things Completely. ever. Completely. Right? The most, like, generic, you know that you may get under the skin of certain people. Right. Listening. Yeah. Also, she sounds totally like a person who has never been to a country before. Where she just picked the three things that she thinks everyone cares about. Everybody else talks about? We don't care about poutine. She could be like, poutine looks like vomit. I'd be like, eh, you're kind of right. Yes. Sort of does. Also delicious, but you're not wrong about the vomit thing. Like, are you trying to hurt my feelings right now? Because I don't know if that's the way to go. Rosin Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Rosin Mocha got you. Leo! What's going on, man? It's Rosin Mocha. How are you? Pretty good. How about you guys? Good. We're going to try our very best to help you out right now. Oof. Bro. This is tough. So, Leo, you wrote this for Rosin Mocha's FML Fix My Life. Uh, how would you talk to your cheap-ass landlord about making needed repairs to my apartment without going to local courts? What's your relationship like with your, your landlord? Well, it's uh, happens to be my first landlord just recently moved out. So uh, he's a pretty good guy. I have pr- fairly open communication with him, with yeah. myself and our uh, upstairs neighbors. But it's just that, um, you know, it's uh, we've talked with our neighbors and uh, kind of got this little like thing going on where he's just not the most giving of repairs. So, Leo, what kind of repairs are we talking Give us a, a quick list. Uh, like uh, the first things that we noticed was the uh, first start leaking from like the freezer to the fridge, and that was a uh, real pain. Uh, we've had like two or three like toilet repairs. Like luckily, our landlord was able to call someone in, but it took probably like a couple weeks, and they finally did work, which was kind of uh, not done to the fullest extent. And um, I know our uh, uh, our east trough. Uh, was never really done or cleared properly, so then it would pull down to near our little walkway and mm-hmm. it would freeze, especially with this kind of weather, right? Mm-hmm. Have you kept a record of every single time that you've contacted your landlord to get things fixed? Uh, like, I give him calls, and I know our neighbors upstairs give him calls as well. I mean, nothing on paper. I've maybe sent them, like, a text once throughout our time here, so yeah. probably not a whole lot. Do you know all your rights? Because I think that that's where you sort of need to educate yourself in this. You need to build a relationship with your landlord um, to the best right. that you the best that you can. Everybody's life is better if you have a decent relationship with your landlord. Mm-hmm. The other thing is to understand what your landlord is responsible for, and then the third thing is to know what you can and cannot get away with. Like I know that living in Toronto or Ontario... You, as a tenant, you can't refuse to pay rent because your landlord isn't fixing things. That's the one thing you can't do. So don't think that right. you can. Don't think that you can say, "Well, you're not getting my rent this month." You can't do that. 
Okay. Now okay. they are responsible for everything, and that's the fridge leaking. Mm-hmm. That's the 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 ice on the sidewalk from the eaves trough. There, that they're responsible for all of that. Now, as far as the process goes, on if you can't force him to do things, or uh, can you then hire somebody to do it yourself and then expect reimbursement from your landlord? Or are you then able to withhold that payment uh, with receipts from rent? I don't know. I don't know all that stuff. But I would say before you start going down the road of muscling somebody um, to try and build a decent relationship with your landlord. Do you yeah. pay your rent on time? Yeah, of course. You don't, yeah. you're like, you don't complain. You don't have parties. There's no noise complaints. <laughs> as far as I, uh, as far as my knowledge goes, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have you checked your, your, your uh, lease agreement? You know what? You know what? I, I haven't checked uh, on it since signing the lease agreement. I mean, I uh, me and my girlfriend, we went did like a run through with yeah. it, but like, that's about it. You should probably spend, uh, spend tonight, by looking over it and and seeing exactly because you might find your answers right there whether or not your landlord is responsible or whether you can get somebody to fix it properly anything that's happening in your unit and then submit those receipts to your landlord um that that i'll tell you right now that's not going to be in your agreement that's going to be in the law books right right yeah yeah, that's true that's what you need to do you may have to do some like extensive research you're you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do some research and sort of become an expert with you know in a non-confrontational way on the ways to deal with this that's really i think that's really what it comes down to because i don't even like when's the last time you rented a place mocha like when's the last time you were a renter somewhere like forever like for me it was the 90s Forever, like right? since before I moved back to Toronto when I was living in Kitchener. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, I, I'm not an expert and on that this. Was I moved back to Toronto from Kitchener in 2009? Yeah, and I was in Kitchener for five and a half years. Right, but I had a great relationship with my landlord, and yeah. anytime something happened in the unit. Uh, he would always come by and and he'd fix it and end a problem. And then you also have landlords that overstep. You have landlords sure. that want to be in your place all the time fixing things. Yeah. Right? You have you have those types of landlords. But I would say, you know, as important as a leaky fridge is, your relationship with your landlord uh, also needs to be maintained regardless of what is broken. Yeah. I mean, if, if you guys have a terrible relationship, you know, unfortunately, although he is responsible for all the stuff in your place, it's not going to motivate him to get off his cheap ass, as you said, and uh, and fix some of the things. So first, figure out what your rights are and then figure okay. out the right way to go about this. And also, Leo, on a final note, keep a record of every single time yep. you contacted him. Don't have, you know, necessarily face-to-face conversations unless you have a great relationship. But I would always follow up on top of that with emails and or texts and keep a record of all of that. So if it ever does get to an extreme situation where you are in court, you now have this evidence. I contacted my landlord on this date, this date, this date, this date. Here's exactly what I said. Here's what his response was. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, like I have like a general idea on how to kind of go about things, but it's just, it's a great reassurance that uh, you guys gave the kind of advice and tips that you gave. So yeah. I really appreciate that you guys. Yeah. All right. Thanks Leo. All right, brother. No problem. Thanks guys. Have a great day. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Only on KISS. Third look at the Aladdin movie. Have you seen the new trailer? I watched it yesterday. What'd you think? Because so the first time that they released shots of Aladdin was on the cover of Entertainment Weekly. And that's when Will Smith was um, non-blue genie. And everybody lost their mind being like, why isn't the genie blue? And then Will Smith said, don't worry, y'all. I will be blue. 
This is just Genie in his quote-unquote human form when he's trying to blend in with everyone. Right. And then they released that teaser trailer with Will Smith as Blue Genie, and everybody went in on it. Yeah. Because they said it looked absolutely horrendous. So yesterday... The other thing people were saying about that that trailer as well is like, yo, why is Jafar hot? Yeah. Right? Yeah. People are just like, Jafar is supposed to be like this old, disgusting sorcerer. Well, that's the that's the whole thing, right? Is that the casting in this when I watched the trailer yesterday, it looks fine. Like it looks it looks fine. It looks yeah. like big and fun and everything else, but there's something off about it, and I don't know what seems so off about it. I know it. exactly what it is. It's two things. So you tell me, and then I'll tell you what I realize later on when I actually oh. wrap my head around it. So go ahead. Because uh, do you find something just seems off about it? Yeah, okay. I think same thing with the first trailer that people were saying is Hot Jafar. Yeah, I don't think Jafar is as scary of a villain in the live action Aladdin as he was in the animated one. Right. And also Will Smith as Genie for me at least, is not believable. He's not a believable genie. He still just sounds like Will Smith, and I know he, he can't do anything about his voice. I can, jeez, man. You're go, okay, that's a lot to wrap my head around. I could understand if you say that somebody's not a believable Marine, but no, I, know, I, don't, I, know, I, don't, I don't know how to process somebody's know, not a believable it's, genie. It's stupid. <laughs> I know, it really is stupid, right? It really is a dumb statement, but I just, I can't separate Will Smith, the person, yeah. from Will Smith playing genie in Aladdin. Does that make right. more sense? Yeah, sure. Yeah, Like, to of me, it's, he's still w- yeah. Will Smith. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just Will Smith in a movie. And I don't think Will Smith knows how to do anything that's other than Will Smith. Like, he's not, yeah. a, he's not a character actor. He's always a version of Will Smith. I don't see genie. I just see and hear Will Smith. Which, I mean, I know it's Will Smith. That just, Genie just doesn't do it for me. I'll tell you what I came to the realization of last night and why this movie doesn't work for me. Okay. And what is so off about it when I watch it. Aladdin is just too damn old. The guy playing Aladdin? Yeah. He's supposed to, how is he supposed to be? I don't know, but not that old. Like, I always picture Aladdin as like a younger guy. Like 15, 16? Yeah, maybe like, maybe like even late teens, maybe. Yeah. These guys, they're, they're too old. They just look like adults? They look like grown adults. Huh. Like they just look too old. And it seems weird to me that I'm watching, like Aladdin, there's no, there's no youth to the movie. Right. Every other one of these movies has a youthful element. There's, there's a kid centered in the story in some way, shape, or form, or somebody who can play young. Like, even with Beauty and the Beast, or yeah. when, they, when they redid that, she looked young because we already know her as Hermione, so we already sure. see her as a young girl when we look at her, right? But there's no kid in this. There's no kid in the movie. He's, and he's grown, like yeah. he's grown. So it seems odd to me. Like it seemed like that. Those conversations with the genie and Aladdin, you expect it to be a younger sort of teenager. Yeah, but he looks like they could. He could have a family. Yeah, probably. Right? Like yeah. he's too old. Yeah. And I know that they did this big search because they wanted authenticity and everything else. But I just think it, it took me a long time to put my finger on what is just off about the Aladdin trailer. Yeah, and it's Aladdin is just too damn old, huh? 
Also, not a believable genie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So Aladdin tweeted me last night. Aladdin? Yeah. What do you mean? Like the Mus- movie company? No, Mena Musad. Aladdin. Oh, the guy that plays Aladdin. Yeah. Why? What'd you tweet? Well, because he's from Toronto originally. Yeah. And yesterday... Probably listens to this show. Well, this is what he wrote me. Uh, Roz Weston used to listen to Roz and Mocha all the time growing up in Toronto. Oh, Give damn. your hometown boys some love and go watch Aladdin. Just trust me, winky face. Okay. Because remember yesterday I said he's too old. Yeah. Right? 27. Yeah. I said he's too old for Aladdin. So I, I can only imagine his boys... We're blowing, up. Up, we're blowing up his, like, Yo, his phone yesterday. Sam, guess what Razamoko was saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> Yo, we talked about that enough times yesterday. I know, we talked all day yesterday. <laughs> so, yeah. so listen, I will, I, I will reply to him on, uh, on, on Twitter uh, back, but we will say this publicly on this show. Okay, listen, Menno, we trust you. Yeah. I'm going to go see Aladdin, right? I'm going to go in with like an open mind. I'm not saying Aladdin's too old or too hot. Who's the guy that's too hot? Uh, Jafar. Right, sorry. Man, I just dissed him again. <laughs> by saying, <laughs> you meant Jafar. Yeah, but he's not the hot one. Uh, listen, we trust you, okay? We trust you, and we're going to go see Aladdin. But uh, but this movie has, like, we know, if we were talking yesterday, it's like, out of the gate, people were like, whoa, why isn't Will Smith blue? And then they were like, whoa, Will Smith's way too blue. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, why is Jafar so hot? And they're like, why is Aladdin so old? Like they, this movie has like, it looks amazing. Like it looks incredible. And Disney's been doing like such a fantastic job right. with these live action movies that they've been releasing yes. over the past couple of years, yeah. right? Yeah, but like it looks incredible. And you're right. They, they've done such a, an amazing job. I have no reason in my heart or in my head to doubt that Aladdin is going to be incredible, Yeah. right? I don't know why people haven't grabbed onto it the way that they have with all the other ones. I have no idea. I think because somebody pointed out yesterday that in the animated movie, Aladdin and Jasmine were like 15. Yeah. Right? So that's why I think people have a little bit of a hard time. Sure. But again, we haven't seen the movie yet. Right. And listen, okay, we support you. Hometown boy. Hell yeah. Right? We're going to do our part to get asses in seats to go and see your movie. Not that you need our help, but you're going to get it regardless, even if you are a little too old to be Aladdin. (laughs) I'm kidding again. I'm kidding. (laughs) Listen, we love you. Okay. We love you. So uh, uh, I woke up to that this morning. I was like, oh, geez, Aladdin heard me. (laughs) (laughs) You're about to make a wish. (laughs) You'd be gone. I know, right? (laughs) Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. The idea of a sugar baby is fascinating to me. And these are predominantly younger women who sign up on a website and they hook you up with a sugar daddy who then give you an allowance. They say up to like average is three grand a month. Yeah. But the number of students in Canada, the mind blowing number, they claim there's 300,000 students in Canada that are signed up to be sugar babies. Let me read you the student totals for 2019 alone. Please. University of Toronto leads 1,170. That's crazy. York University in second place, 836. University of Waterloo's on there with 381. University of British Columbia's on there with 359. University of Ottawa's on there, 799. If Ryerson is on there, 821. 
if you're curious as to how big this website is and this service is of matching sugar babies or sugar daddies, they've been around since 2006 and globally they claim to have 20 million users oh around my. the world. That's a- that's okay. a lot of babies and daddies. Right? <laughs> but what do you do? That's the question. Because it's not, nothing for nothing or something for nothing doesn't exist. Yeah. So what's the arrangement? And you can tell us anonymously. That's fine. Okay. We don't need to know who you are. But if you want to give your name, that's awesome. But you don't need to tell us who you are. And to text us, it's 925 And to call us, it's 416-870-8888. Yeah. Monique had no problem telling us her name. Okay. We're going to get to her in one second. Okay. Because I want to read you these texts. Please do. Somebody said, uh, I have two friends that are sugar babies. One is a guy, the other's a girl. Uh-huh. They are both getting paid to basically be eye candy. They don't do anything beyond kissing, but their allowance is below the average of $3,000. Right. Another text, Roz said that there aren't many guy sugar babies. I'm on Grinder, and there are plenty of men looking for oh, sugar yeah, daddies and babies. I wasn't thinking gay. My head, my head never goes gay. I should have because I'm sure that that's a very popular thing in uh, in that world as well. Eye candy and whatnot. Okay, let's get to to Monique real quick. Yeah. Okay? Again, it's four one six eight seven zero eighty eight eighty eight. Monique, hi. You a sugar baby? I used to be. You used to be. Oh, when you were in yeah. university? Uh, yeah. Maybe about three, four years ago. Okay. What did you use to pull in? Um, honestly, I did it twice. Yeah. <laughs> and I only pulled in less than $600. But that's because uh, what they do is they meet up with you first. Yeah. And then on that date, they let you um, decide what you want to do and then or what the arrangement will be. And then they pay for your actual, like, showing up to, like, the dinner or whatever it is that you guys are doing that day. Oh, so it's like an interview process. Yeah, some, okay. some of them do that. Wow. And what, and what was expected of you? So, basically, he was someone that was, like, always, I guess his job was, like, always traveling. So, he never had time to, like, really settle down. So, when he was in town, he wanted someone to, like, go to the movies, go out to eat. But then he wanted someone to, like, be able to, like, come to the hotel with him. Mm-hmm. And? I never went. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. None of you girls ever went to the hotel. <laughs> no, none of you. None <laughs> not of- with 600 bucks, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Monique. Thanks. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yes, well, I was. You were. How old were you when you were a sugar baby? Like, I'm... Like, let's just say, and not that I want to get into that business. Yeah. But what's the what's the max age somebody be, could be considered a sugar baby? Like, am I too um, old? I, maybe. Uh. <laughs> Because usually, usually it's a lot of older people that are trying to look for somebody younger, right? Right. So, so how young were you? Yeah, how young? I uh, was 22. And the person that you were hooking up with, sorry, the person you had the arrangement with yeah. was how old yeah. at the time? Uh, 51 Okay. okay. 51. And yep. was it a guy or a girl? Oh, a woman. Oh, it was a woman. All right. Yeah. Yeah. She worked for the uh, Ontario government. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, what was the arrangement? Uh, it was it was a lot of just uh, going out to like dinners and stuff like that. There was a couple. Um, there was one time it was like just going like touristy stuff in like Niagara Falls. Yeah, which is which was weird. And then there was actually the um, one trip to uh, Thailand. Wait, yeah. how long? How long ago was this? This was about six, seven years ago. Okay, so if we were to like look up like media footage Come from on. six, seven years ago, we might find you. Come on. You won't, I don't know if you'll 
see me, but you'll see her. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And what was, were there any extracurricular or no? Uh, there was, I think, two or three times. Okay. And what was the, what did, how much money did you make? How much did she pay you? It, it kind of varied actually. Like if, like we went out somewhere like, like the Thailand stuff, it was just the trip was paid for. Okay. Okay. And what, what about and then, like when she takes you to Niagara Falls, like what do you get paid to go to like the Ripley's museum and Outback Steakhouse? <laughs> it was like, like, what's that worth? I think it was like, it would be like, I think it was like 1500 that one time. Really? Wow. Huh? To sit in a TGI yeah. Fridays with a politician. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. How, how did she introduce you to other people that were around, yes. especially if there were other like oh, politicians? She didn't. Oh, she didn't. No. Like, like, were you just like? No way. Did, did people just think that you were staff? Uh, maybe she thought. Maybe they thought I was her son. Oh. Wait. So <laughs> I don't know. But you would go out for dinner, though, right? Yeah. And like public events with other people. Not really public events. It was mostly it was a lot oh. of private stuff. Oh, oh, so she was keeping you yeah. a secret. Oh, she was ashamed yeah. of you. Like, I didn't meet Rob Ford or anything. Wait. <laughs> like that. Was she married? I don't think so. Wow, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't ask. Don't ask, don't tell, bro. True enough. Just make True that enough. money. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask, wow. don't tell, man. Bro, it's not my problem if she was cheating on her husband, right? It's not my... It's not my duty to keep the integrity of their relationship wow. it's hers is this person still in politics in canada uh yes oh. <laughs> provincially or have <laughs> they moved I'm, up to federally uh i'm pretty sure it's still provincial i haven't okay. really honestly i haven't really kept too many tabs like okay. you didn't haven't spoken in like five right, years right is this somebody who was a an is it an appointed position or an elected position elected Oh, <laughs> that's wow. why I don't want to say any give too many details because uh, oh, I don't want. Man. She, she was she was so nice, you know. Like an hour to get in trouble. Hold it's on just, a second. You know. Let me ask, let me ask just one question, and you don't yeah. have to you don't have to one hundred percent confirm yes or no. Oh okay. God. Okay. Was <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Were well, you were you attracted to her? Um, at first, no. But then it sort of became like, you know, kind of at, by the end of it. So, no. Yeah, I'm trying to just be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is. My question is. Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Welcome to Roz and Mocha's FML. Hello, Sarah. Hi, how are you? Good. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, how far along are you in your pregnancy? It's still very early. Uh, I'm just over nine weeks. Still, lots to celebrate. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so Sarah, you wrote us this. Ronza Mocha Fix My Life, FML. Uh, my fiance and I recently found out we're pregnant, as we just mentioned. Yay, congratulations. <laughs> uh, we've already had problems with his family, my future in-laws, with the upcoming wedding planning, and now they have been already causing issues with the baby shower. They live far away, and the rest of our family lives near us, and yet they've planned the shower at their house. Anyway, looking for advice on how to proceed, let me know. Uh, so how far away are we talking? That's the other thing. They're planning it for in September. Like, this is six months away. Yeah. Um, and they're already talking about, like, hiring a caterer. They didn't Jeez. ask us about any of this. They just kind of went ahead and decided that this is what's happening. This is the day. Um, they didn't even ask us about the day. I'm actually a teacher. And in September, I'll be, like, back to school, really pregnant. 
So like that doesn't even work for me. So there's a lot of issues here. (laughs) So how far are they? They, oh, so they live, um, in Newmarket. We live in Hamilton. Okay. Um, so it's about a three hour round trip. That's not that far. It's not crazy for us, but the thing is, is they don't really have any extended family that they're in contact with. So literally every single one of the guests would be our family and friends who live here. Right. Who live in Hamilton. Okay. Who all live in Hamilton or lots of them actually live like out Niagara way. So did they even uh, discuss with you, hey, Sarah, we want to do a baby shower for you and we'd love to have it at our house? Or did they just say to you, we're having a baby shower it's at our place, and it's going to be on this particular date at this time. You better be there. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. My oh, mom was oh. actually, like, this is my parents' first grandchild as well. Yeah. Um, so my mom's already been, like, you know, so excited about talking about throwing a baby shower and all this stuff. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't fly. Something like a baby shower, uh, the time, place, guest list, all that stuff is, is something that needs to be handled, but it's also something that should be negotiated. And I don't mean negotiated in any sort of uncivil way, but mm-hmm. the mother-in-law should have called you and said, we are more than willing to do it. We have the space out at our place. How do you feel about that? All I know is that we want to be a part of the planning and the presentation of this baby shower, so please let us know how we can help. And if at that point you were like, yeah, you know what? It might be kind of dope to do it out at your place. Everybody's going to make the trip, but you got a beautiful place and it's going to be awesome. And we trust you. That's the negotiation. Um, to take mm-hmm. con- to take control of something is overstepping a boundary. And I, it sounds to me like you guys haven't had a ton of conversations with your in-laws about boundaries. No, we haven't really, like, I haven't really got into it with them yet. However, my fiance has, you know, a long-standing history of you know, kind of back and forth with his mom and uh, now his sister's getting involved. So I think there's a lot of, you know, psychological sunburn there. Yeah. Normally in situations like this, you know, you, because they're your in-laws, you would look to your husband and go, oh my God, you got to say something. And then oftentimes it's the their job to talk directly to their parents. But I will say this, mm-hmm. you're a grown woman. His mother is a grown woman. You guys can figure this out and have the conversations yourselves as grown women. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't need your husband involved in this. If it's an issue, no. that, if it's an issue that you have, I think it sort of drives a bigger wedge in between the family dynamic of people who you do generally get along with and will be your in-laws if they feel that your husband is the one that is always speaking for you. Like he feels the same way as me. Like it's very yeah. um, that we have a like we're really close with my family. Um, And also, most of his friends and buddies are actually here. Like, they've moved, you know, kind of around the Hamilton area. How about this as a compromise, Sarah? Yeah. Would your in-laws be okay with doing, like, a joint, let's call it joint baby shower, where it's your in-laws and your parents who are planning it together, and Mm -hmm. you meet in the middle? So you're not doing the event in Hamilton. You're not doing it in in Newmarket, but you're picking a place in between that is a fair distance for everybody involved to travel to. You said that your mother-in-law wants to do this in September. That's more than enough time to find mm-hmm. a place, whether it's a community center or a hall or somewhere. Yeah, that's kind of what I was envisioning was having like everyone help. And like, you know, I know that both families want to be really helpful. So I was hoping to have that. But I know my mom also wants to have it at her house. Like she's very like pretty PO'd. She's like, well, they didn't contact me to ask any of this. Like they're going ahead and booking catering. Like 
They, so, you know, it's it's my daughter, and they haven't even talked to me at all. Like they have, they have my phone number. They could have texted me or called me. No, no, no. You you again are the boss of this. Okay, you need mm-hmm. to take control. Uh, I will say one thing. Okay, when you compromise, nobody's happy. Yeah. Okay. True. That's that's the way that's the way it goes. If you compromise, nobody's nobody's going to be happy. So I think that what you need to do is you need to have a a conversation about logistics with your mother-in-law and say, "Listen, mm-hmm. it is not that I do not want you involved in this. I absolutely want you involved in this, but logistically it makes no sense for everyone to mm-hmm. travel out there." So, here's what I'm suggesting. We're going to do it at my mother's house. You and my mother are going to plan this thing, and I'm going to hook you guys up, and we need you guys to knock this thing out of the park together. If it's a problem of you guys having to come out here, we're going to bring you out a day early. We're going to get you set up in a hotel nearby. You can come over the next morning. You and my mother can just go ham on the whole thing, and it's going to be and it's mm-hmm. going to be awesome. But I wouldn't compromise too much because nobody's going to be happy. Your in-laws yeah. aren't going to be happy. Your mother's not going to be happy. Uh, people are still going to have to travel, but it's not actually that. Fun. No, you're not going to be happy. You got to yeah. do. You got to handle this the way that it's going to make you happy and you got to take control of it, but you have to make everybody feel like they are equally involved in this. That's your job. That's not your mother's job. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then have a conversation about boundaries because it really sounds like you have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Okay. All right, Sarah. Okay. Thanks right, so love. much, guys. Okay. No worries. Have a good day. Bye, hon. Okay. Take care. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS. Oh, is Instagram back yet? <laughs> yeah. I think so. Jesus. It was down... <laughs> Dude, I'm just getting caught up right now on all the uh, the tweets overnight that I missed. Yeah. If you just go and search hashtag Instagram blackout 2019, yeah. you will see some of the funniest comments and memes that people have been making. So, like, hilarious. Okay, so just to get everybody up to speed here, if you go to the... Instagram Twitter feed. Yeah. They were pretty basic about what they had said. Like Instagram at, uh, hold on, let me just, I don't want to script the times here. So uh, 12 hours ago, they said, we're aware of an issue impacting people's access on Instagram right now. We know this is frustrating. Our team is hard at work resolving this ASAP. Then nothing until they posted, and we're back with an Oprah gif. Like nothing, no explanation, nothing. And I think it's the explanation that is frustrating people. Like even though Instagram is back up, people are like, but why was it down? Not that you would understand if it's some big technical thing, but I always assume Facebook is hacked at this point. No, but they released a statement saying they weren't hacked. Did they? They, Yeah, Facebook did say, they said we were not hacked. That's what they said. But did they say... Soon as everything happened. Yeah. And it was for, it lasted as long as it did. The shutdown. With Jeez. Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. Yeah. WhatsApp was affected. Because it's all the same company, right? Oh, God. They own too much. Yeah. Like, I can't believe nobody else realized or saw exactly what this was. Which was what? Just looking at all of our information. They're stealing all of our stuff. Yeah. 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 It, doesn't, it wouldn't surprise but me. But it was the worst right? day ever. Yeah. It, like, was the, it was the one day where... Yeah, it was peak day. As a unit, they could go into all of these apps. Yeah. Right? They have control over everything that we have. Okay. I'm going to... And they're just stealing our information. First of all, if you think they need to shut it all down in order to do that, Mocha, you're delusional. Listen... <laughs> They're in there right now. They have they they know what you just said. They're listening on your phone. So as soon as you're like, 
hey, Facebook, this is their day. Shut down Instagram so they can peek. They're just sitting there in your DMs right now being like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> right? We've been, we been peeking. <laughs> they might as well. Their tagline should just be been peeking since 09. My um, <laughs> Totally. My favorite, though, was somebody, I guess, at some point yesterday said, where are you going, Maury? Um, at some point yesterday, somebody said, if you log out and log back in, it'll <laughs> fix the problem. Yeah. But what wound up happening is that if you logged out, it wouldn't let you log back in. <laughs> and everybody and immediately went to Twitter and started oh, complaining. They lost their minds. Freaking out. Did oh you log out? Because I didn't realize, I just, I thought it was a problem with my phone. I just, I updated the app and that was it. Yeah. I didn't realize... Because I didn't have my phone on me for a big portion of the day. Yeah. And when I realized that Instagram wasn't working, I just thought maybe it was my Wi-Fi or my phone. Every now and then, every couple months, I will restart my phone. Right. And I did that. I did the restart of my phone. It still wasn't working. Even WhatsApp last night, I was trying to message people. Yeah. It wasn't working. And I was like, man, it'll figure itself out. Yeah. When did you, did you log out or log back in? I never log out. Because I don't, I'm not going to, no. But I knew something was wrong when Lindsay Lohan tweeted to Instagram saying, can you contact me, please? (laughs) Like it was just hers? Yeah. <laughs> Dear Instagram. <laughs> My Instagram's down. It's a girl, Liz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you help a sister out? The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I just checked my DMs on my Instagram because I could. Yeah. And <laughs> still no one's sliding in. No. <laughs> no it slide. must be the outage. No, no, I can't get out of my DMs. How do you get out of the... Oh, there we go. No. no. <laughs> what are you, new? No. <laughs> No, I find that uh, sometimes on my phone, like I, I, I think that there should be some sort of universality to how social media things work. Okay. Okay. So like on Instagram, if I want to like a picture, I double tap. Yes. If I'm on Facebook and I want to like a picture, I should also be able to double tap. If okay. I'm on Twitter and I like a picture, I should also be able to double tap. Exiting something should be the exact same. The X should be the same on all platforms. Like, ever, like I just get so conf- I start tapping the wrong corner all the time, or I get tricked. Oh, you ever get tricked by this one? When people post something that's a screen grab, but uh-huh. they've screen grabbed a shot of a picture with the X in the corner, and then I start hitting the X on somebody's picture, but it's a picture of an X, oh, yeah. and then I'm liking their picture over and over and over again? <laughs> you ever fall for that one? Because oh, the X... Like- because on one platform, the X is on the right-hand corner. Yeah. On the other platform, the X is in the left-hand corner. And I never Listen. know. What? You're getting so fired up. <laughs> I just, why can't it be consistent? Listen, there's a couple clouds outside up in the sky. No, You're no, more no. than welcome to go out there and yell at them. I'm just saying, why can't it be consistent? How bloody difficult is it I don't know, to man. be consistent in a car? It doesn't matter who makes the car. Yeah. The gas is where the gas is. The brake is where the brake is. Right? That's what you get. There's a consistency because we as people need to build habits. We have muscle memory with what we do, and it just yeah, makes life just easier. Shake it up a bit, you know? It's not, it's not shaking it up. It's pissing off. You're sounding like my dad. No, 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 no. Come on, man. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> you don't ever get upset about that stuff? That no. It doesn't bother about you? That? No. no. No? I thought about that for an hour last night. That's what I did when, when Instagram was down. 
You did what? I thought about that for an hour last Is night. Is that while you were knitting? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But you don't ever think about that? You don't ever get pissed off about that stuff? Really. Does it bother you? No, no because I really? know how it to should. work. The, I know how to use it. I know how to use it too. <laughs> no, don't. Two, two, for the past two minutes, it doesn't sound like you do. No, no. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How long were you um, and Jenna together before you got engaged? A uh, year and a half, two years maybe? Yeah, two yeah. years. Because here's the question I ask people How long should you date someone before you get engaged? Oh, wow. How long were you engaged to Matthew, uh, together with Matthew for more? Uh, two years. Two years. And then we were engaged, and yeah. then we waited like five or six years before we got married. Really? Mm-hmm. You guys had one of those long engagements. Oh, because yeah. Matthew has a hard time committing. Right. I was engaged, I was engaged once, and I got married. I was married once too. How long I, were you engaged for? Um, three weeks. And then you got married. And you were married for? Four years. Okay. Ish. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, I shouldn't say that. We were married for a real long time. Yeah. But actually, like, living as a married couple, maybe like three years. Okay. And then we split, and then we waited five or six, seven years before we actually got divorced. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like five years. You guys years. still living together? No. Oh. No. Are you still, like, dating other people? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Like, I was with Catherine, and I was still married. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. But we were, we... Some guys listening out there like, yo, <laughs> teach me your secrets. <laughs> yeah. No, because it was an amicable separation. No, for sure. So, for like, sure. divorce... It's not like you had a wife and a girlfriend. No. No, 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 no Technically, no. you had a wife and well, a girlfriend. Well, I did, and I used to get caught saying that stuff all the time. Oh, no. Which is because I would have conversations <laughs> with people, and I would refer to, in a conversation, like, I would refer to somebody as, like, my wife, speaking of my ex, and then my girlfriend, and people thought that I had the two going at the same time. Yeah. When I yeah. never, I never did, this right? <laughs> not that this there's anything at- wrong with that. Well, no, the, well, let's, that's not, doesn't fit in the category hey, of not Maury, that there's anything wrong with that. That comment, you were standing on your own side <laughs> No, I'm just saying for those comment. out there that do that, not that there's well, anything wrong with that. Okay, let me get back to the details here before we start ruining other people's marriages. <laughs> so <true>. Okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, less than six months of dating, only 2% of people said that. 98% of people said that that's too early. I was with my ex for, I think, two weeks before we got engaged. Okay. Officially. That's it? I think it was two weeks. Yeah, yeah, two weeks of like, quote unquote, dating. Wow. Actually, maybe, maybe Jenna a month. and I were maybe a month. Maybe a, maybe a month. I think we were like a year and a half, maybe. Yeah? Yeah, a year and a half, two years. Okay, so six to 12 months, 18% said that's about yeah. the right time. 12 to 18 months, that's where you would fit into this category. Yeah. That's a big one. 20% of people said that that's the perfect time. That was the number one answer, 12 to 18 months. Uh, 18 to 24 months, 15% of people. Two to three years, 15% of people. Three to four years, 4% of people, Maury. Four to five years, 2% of people. More than five years, also 2% of people. Wow. See, so I'm in the norm. There are- You're not in the norm. Well, I'm on the chart. Two percent. Yeah. Hey, when I was in school, that, that's a good. Like you're grade. in the norm of like people who are born with an extra finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'm gonna play something for you right now. Okay. But before I play it, I'm gonna warn you and everybody listening, especially ladies, if you just put your makeup on, I apologize. Oh. 
This may actually make you cry. Oh, dude, why? I don't want to do this right now. But it's such a sweet video. I have to share it with everybody. Because we love Alessia Cara, and we know how many young girls, young people around the world love Alessia Cara and her music. Rightfully so. There's this eight-year-old who is at the Children's Hospital in Michigan. She's blind. Mm -hmm. And she was at the hospital last week getting tested uh, for seizures. Mm -hmm. And she was obviously scared. They had all these doctors in the room and they're attaching all this stuff to her. And she's like freaking out. Mm -hmm. Her favorite artist is Alessia Cara. Her favorite song by Alessia Cara is Scars Too Beautiful. And at this hospital, they have like a music therapist that came in with a guitar to play Alessia Cara and to sing with this young girl who's eight years old. And the doctor comes in and says, I want you to start singing Scars Too Beautiful and we're going to do this together. Right. And this is the video that the hospital released. Oh, God, you're killing me. Four, three... Two, one. Can you sing Scars to your beautiful now? <clears throat> she just wants to be beautiful. She goes, I know, I know. Oh, makes you cry. Hope is way to fall away. share that with you and with everybody else I because just, I just thought it was just so beautiful. Kids are so goddamn strong, man. It right? is like, God. So, I apologize. Oh, man, I'm everybody. busted now. Uh, the Rosin Mocha Show Podcast. I want to play a song for you real quick. Yeah, please It's a do. new joint that just dropped. And the music video, I've had it on my YouTube list for a couple days now. And... I'm going to play you, actually, I'm going to play you what the beginning of the song sounds like first, before I get to the person that I think you and everybody else will be shocked to hear on this song. Okay. It's uh, a couple artists from the UK. Sean Paul is also in this song. Sean Paul? And then a very famous actor. Okay. Is on this song. Okay. The song is called Boasty, and it's... Starts with a rap from a guy by the name of Wiley, who's a UK hip hop artist. Okay? okay, so just so you know, what get a feel for the track. Bossy, Bossy, Godfather, man a OG, man a half humble, man a Bossy, fling a rag a rhythm like it's all free. Bossy, house on the coasty, my money so long it doesn't right. know me. And then, okay. I don't mind that. Right? Not bad, not bad. No, and then I'm Sean okay Paul that. comes in halfway oh, through. Okay. Oh, so this is the part I'm going to play for you. Just listen and yeah. then tell me who you think this is. Yep. 
I came to rap it up, do my thing. Stop it, put me on the gram and I remixing. Pull tight while it with the Pacino flow. Godfather part two, call me the leader of. I came to win battle me, that's a sin. Disrespect man, get the slap on the chin. Man a king in a top, oh Larry, man a big DJ, Hawks, Megan and Harry. Bossy, man a bossy. I make your girl melt like a toasty. I'll be this way someday. And I write for myself, no ghosting. Who do you think that is? 5.6 million views on YouTube already. Yeah. Who do you think that is? Idris Elba. Did you just look that up? No. I had to look up because I forgot his name. I just, How did you know? That is Idris Elba. It sounds exactly like Idris Elba. You could tell? Yeah, 100%. No! 100%. That's, there is nobody else that that could possibly be. That is 100% Idris Elba. And he's awesome. Like, I had no idea, because I know that he's like a DJ. Like, he did Coachella, right? Yeah. I, so I knew all that. I knew all that. Um, but I didn't know that he rapped. But I know Idris Elba's voice so well. Because it's so distinct? It's so distinct. So yeah. Now that you know it's Idris God, Elba. God, that's awesome. Listen to it. I didn't this mean to blow part. the surprise, no, but I'm just totally saying, fine. I got excited. I'm glad. That that's so, Idris Elba. Listen to it again, now that you know it's Idris Elba. Yeah. All right? I came to rap it up, do my thing. Stop it, put me on the gram and I remix thing. Pull tight, Wiley with the Pacino flow. Godfather part two, call me De Niro. I came to win, battle me, that's a sin. Disrespect, man, get the slap on the chin. Man a king in a top, oh Larry, man a big DJ. Hawks, Megan and Harry. Bossy, man a bossy. I make your gal melt like yeah, a toast. Right, down. so down with that. So listen, if you want to check out the music video, it's on YouTube, it's a Wiley, Sean Paul, Stefan Don, and of course Idris Elf Idris Elba. And it's called Boasting. Wow. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Let me read you this headline. Nearly a third of all food Americans eat make them feel guilty, according to new research. Oh. A third. Hell yeah. So the study found that Americans feel guilty about 29%. Over the food they eat. Define guilty. Um, so the no, guilt- no. you define guilty. Yeah. Because when you say Thank that, you. I think to myself, okay, like, oh, I spent too much on that, or oh, I shouldn't have eaten that because I have all this other food to eat. So I'm curious as to what the guilt is. The guilt is over the what you just ate, not so what like you spent chips. on it. Oh, yes. I shouldn't have had chips. I just went to the gym. Why did I have chips? Right. Most of the guilt comes from what we choose to eat for dinner, though, according to oh. this. So it's poor dinner choices. So it's yeah. not a snack that makes you feel the most guilty. It's always a meal that makes you feel the most guilty. So yeah. it's when you're starving and instead of going home and making something that will make you feel good and is healthy, you fill your body full of garbage. Can I tell you something? Yes. I feel this all the time. I would assume that. This happened to us last night on our way home. My wife and I and our son, we were out. Meanwhile, on our way home, knowing that we had a fridge full of healthy food, yeah. we're just starving, hit the drive-thru. Did you? Went home, ate, it was delicious. And like 20 minutes later, yeah. it started to sink in, really sink in. Yeah. And... Instant regret. So the feeling of guilt after you eat something, they say lasts nearly 20 minutes each time. 
meaning that you can spend three and a half days every year just feeling guilty about oh. what you ate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And then what if you compound that to, like, <laughs> lots? <laughs> if you what? If you, compound. If you compound that to, like, lots. Do the math, Mocha. Do the math. Uh, but also in the study, yeah. they found that Americans believe certain foods are gendered due to stereotypes. Oh, like boy food, girl food. Boy food, girl food. Really? So foods that seem overwhelmingly feminine <laughs> to people okay. include salad, cupcakes, and fresh fruit. I have never said no to an apple because that's a girl <laughs> food. <laughs> like, what is the matter with people? No, I think it's the this kind of... This looks like a girl food to you. No, like I think it's the kind of apple. Like, that's, a, that's you know, an everybody this apple. Is, this is if a, you have a pink a, lady apple... But I don't, I don't know, even know what this man. is. I think this is like uh, the apple that I'm holding right now. I think it's... There's something wrong with your apple. It's weirdly colored. It's kind of beautiful, though, in a way. I think it's Gala. Yeah. Maybe. Those are the best apples, by the way. Gala apples. No, are the but best I don't apple. look at Honey an apple and say... I don't eat them because they sound like Gala. <laughs> <laughs> This, this, I, let me, okay, you want to know that. Okay, so here, let me tell you what the foods people think are masculine. Okay. Okay, so we went through what foods people think are uh, gender due to stereotypes. So the feminine foods, again, this is so ridiculous. Salad, cupcakes, and fresh fruit. The masculine foods. Okay. The masculine foods. Beef jerky. <laughs> yeah. Hamburgers. Uh-huh. Steak. Yeah. And meat sticks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kind of masculine. Get out of here. Meat sticks? Yeah. Like a pepperoni stick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> apparently that's boy delicious. food. Delicious, though. Delicious. Yeah. But apparently that's boy food. I don't think I've ever associated a food with a gender. I've never not had a salad. Like, I've never not had a salad because I thought that society has made it girl food. It's yeah. so weird to Very think weird. in those terms. I agree. Of gendered so food. So what if you have a salad and a steak? I see nothing wrong with that. Or salad and like a pepperoni stick. Right. That would be weird. <laughs> now, would the pepperoni stick be cut up or would you just Ooh. eat it with your hand while eating no, a salad? No, you got to eat your meat with your hand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I don't know if this was trending on your Twitter, Roz, but on mine, still trending right now, hashtag things I learned from my ex. Oh, jeez. Did you see this? No. Some of the comments, I mean, some of the comments are uh, are heartbreaking, but some are actually pretty funny. Right. Things you learned from your ex. I imagine that this is a field of snark, right? Oh, just because <laughs> someone is ugly, it doesn't mean they're a good person. Wow, yeah, okay. Uh, trust is earned and can be lost with one lie. Things I learned from my ex to raise my standards. Oh, God. Hashtag things I learned from my ex. The most comfortable hoodie to steal is size extra large. <laughs> Hashtag things I learned from my ex. Feeling lonely with someone is worse than feeling lonely by myself. Hashtag things I learned from my ex that I'll be a lot happier with someone else. Even when you feel like you're out of someone's league, they will still cheat. Hashtag things I learned from my ex, how flammable clothes are. Oh, wow. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Hashtag things I learned from my ex, it takes a long time to let air out of a tire. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Hashtag things I learned from my ex, how to live on two-thirds of my income. <laughs> <laughs> the dentist could be more enjoyable than a phone conversation with you. Hashtag things I learned from my ex. Wow. If he says you got a fat ass, 
he's not worth your time. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, someone who goes by the name of Marilyn on Twitter wrote, hashtag things I learned from my ex. Never date a man because of his mustache. (laughs) (laughs) There's one in there that was so profound and and true, and it it was close to the top, and I believe it was feeling alone with somebody is worse than feeling alone when you're by yourself. What was that? What did they yeah, say? Feeling lonely with someone yeah. is worse than feeling lonely by myself. That is so true. Yeah. Anybody who's ever been in one of those situations, it is a soul-crushing thing when when you're in that relationship where you both people really know something is wrong or it's broken or you're in that spot where there's just no communication and you're in the same space, like you're in the same apartment or house with somebody, but you're both just independently going about your lives. That is such a crazy, lonely, and devastating feeling that that may be like some, like I know that this is a goof, but oh, that hit, that hit. Also, if he says you got a fat ass, he's not worth your time. (laughs) Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, So Louis Tomlinson almost made me cry yesterday. Why? So I heard a clip of his new song. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. It sort of sounds like old Bon Jovi, but whatever. Sure. Uh, and then I read what the song was about. So the song is called no. The Two of Us, or Two of Us. And it's yeah. basically, I'm going to be living life for the two of us. And then I start going into the interview that I did with BBC. And he's talking about how his mom in 2016 died of leukemia. Oh and God. this was a song that he wrote for her oh. about how now he's going to be living life for the two of them. And Bro, when I'm getting you, goosebumps now. I know, right? And when you listen to it, because, and also, Louis hasn't had a hit yet, right? Or nothing even close to a hit. The other guys have come real close or been wildly successful in the hit department. But Louis really hasn't. Louis the Zane. one. Yeah. Zane, like, killed it. Yeah, but, uh, but Louis hasn't had the hit yet. And he had, and, um, he had Back to You. Yeah. Oh, let me find. Back to You sounds like this. <clears throat> I was like, would BB Rexa? Right? Like, yeah, it wasn't. But no, the song wasn't a hit. It's not, not memorable. No. But, um, but Two of Us is, first of all, it's a real great song. And then when you read the sort of meaning behind the song, yeah. it's like, it's crushing. Because I think it's kind of beautiful. I don't know. Again, I don't know whether it's going to be a hit or not. But the song is. Uh, yeah, you, you have it too. Oh, okay. Yeah, play a little. Play a little. Dude, right, dude? Get, out yeah. get out of here. No, I'm not yeah. playing that song no more. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Okay, so Louie almost made song. you cry too no, then, right? I'm not playing that song okay. ever again on this show. Uh, okay. No. But it's beautiful though. It's a gorgeous it's, yeah, song. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah, it is. I'm happy for Louie. I wish I didn't know the story behind it. That's the problem. I just, just want to know the song and that it has nice words. And let right. me assume what it's about. Thank you. Right? Thank you. He's talking about a girl. He's talking about 
his dog. He's talking about the other guys. Dog making about a dog. I'll cry immediately. <laughs> the other guys in one D. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's about Zane. <laughs> yeah, totally. Right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's about my super, my my affection for uh, for Harry. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> uh, no, the song is uh, beautiful. If you want to check it out, it's uh, it's called Two of Us by Louis. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Let me ask your opinion on this. Sure. So we went to the drive-thru. Yeah. And they were out of medium cups. Okay. It's not my fault. It's not his fault. Uh, but then they only had large cups. Yes. Which is fine. But they didn't fill them all the way. Oh, come on. Right? Really? Yeah. Like they tried to guess what would fit in a medium. And they just put that oh. amount in a large. Come on. How cheap are you? Right? Multi-billion dollar company. Like, if you're gonna, if you run out of cups, that's not my problem. Yeah. Get, that's or, on order, you. Order more cups. Also, it's Monday. How do you run out of medium-sized cups and it's freaking Monday? Right? Do I, don't use March break as no, an excuse. No, no. That's like yesterday when I was trying to order something online. And don't say that they were out. No, but let me tell you, when you, if you're a website, right, the name of it was like... Pro something international, right? Okay. The name of the company had international in the name. Uh-uh. Their website was pro whatever it was international. Had international in the name. I go to their website. I'm like, oh, they have exactly what I want. I put it in the cart and I go to checkout and I yeah. fill up my name, fill up my address. And from their drop down menus, I select Canada. From their drop-down menu, I select Ontario. From their drop-down menu, I select Toronto. And I hit checkout, and it says, sorry, we do not deliver to Canada. <laughs> We're international except for Canada. Don't put it, <laughs> Don't give me the option on your website. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Don't make me go through all that. Where you put that, you be international in your title, first of all. No, you're local. Yeah. You're like pro-whatever pro, local. Pro-local. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway... So there's all sorts of stuff that tipped me off this weekend. What is it? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you see um, Pete Davidson on SNL over the weekend talking about dating Kate Beckinsale? Oh, no. What do you say? Well, no, because it's, it's weird because now Pete Davidson's whole rap on SNL has been become about his personal life. Like... On who he's dating, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Because for like eight months, it was about Ariana Grande. Yeah, SNL's never been like that before. It's super weird, man. And then when he split from Ariana Grande, it was about his split from Ariana Grande. Yeah, yeah. And, and nothing then, else. No, and then and then he insulted that senator with the eye patch, and that's just what SNL does, and always have. And then they had him on, so Pete could like apologize to him, which SNL has never apologized for anything before. Like it's super weird. Like I think you get that guy off the show. I, I, allow, I don't think I don't they think they allow he, him obviously to write. Like he doesn't have to when he writes his jokes, take it to of course the yeah, writers. Of course. Oh, so they approve of everything. Oh then. yeah, yeah. Oh. But I just I just think that they've lost their way with Pete Davidson. Yeah. I think I think they should get him off the show. I don't think he's. I don't think he's helping the show. I think it's all about him. Anyway, so uh, Kate Beckinsale and Pete Davidson. This was great. So there's a 20 year age difference between them. Damn. Right. And everybody's making such a big deal out of the 20 year age difference. Yeah. But they're only making a big deal out of the 20 year age difference because it's an older woman with a younger dude. Right. Right. If we it all. The, if we're the other way around, no one would say anything. Thank you. And so Pete uh, addressed that on the weekend. 
Apparently people have a crazy fascination with our age difference, uh, but it doesn't really bother us. But then again, I'm new to this, so if you have questions about a relationship with a big age difference, just ask Leonardo DiCaprio, Jason Statham, Michael Douglas, Richard Gere, Jeff Goldblum, Scott Disick, <laughs> Dane Cook, Derek Jeter, Bruce Willis, Harrison Ford, Tommy Lee, Alec Baldwin, Sean Penn, and whoever the president of France is, Mel Gibson, <laughs> Billy Joel, Mick Jagger, Sylvester Sloan, Eddie Murphy, Kelsey Grammer, Larry King, Larry King, Larry King. Uh, Stuart and Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, Larry King, Larry like King, Larry King. <laughs> but he is right. I yeah, mean, no, yeah. most definitely. Uh. <laughs> Larry King, Larry King, Larry King. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I don't know what it is about this time change this time around. Spring forward? Yeah. But it totally messed me up last night. See, I didn't feel it at all. And normally it doesn't. Yeah. And I wasn't feeling good all weekend, just like crazy tired. And all weekend, the only thing I was looking forward to was falling asleep last night. Right. Because I knew I was just going to be done. And I would pass out. Did you go to bed early? We went to bed at 8.30 after the time change. Good for you. So 7.30 before the time change. Good for you. But I didn't fall asleep. No. I was tossing and turning like all night up until midnight. Were you dreaming and stuff or no? No. You said like stuff on your mind or you just couldn't I, sleep? Just I just couldn't sleep. Tired. I, nah. I have no idea. I took, um, I took some cold medicine like at six o'clock in the evening. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe that, because sometimes some of the side effects uh, is yeah, uh, restless. you around, yeah. Right? So it could have been that. Yeah. And I didn't fall asleep until about midnight and then I got up oh. at... You went to bed at seven and didn't fall asleep till midnight? Yeah. And then. What were you doing in bed for five hours? Tossing and turning. Holy. Trying my best to fall asleep. And then I woke up at 2 30 and I laid in bed until awake until 3 15. And then I got up and took a shower. You're going to die today. Yeah. Yeah, completely. no, it didn't. It didn't mess me up at all today. It's unf- it's unfortunate that it messed you up. Did it mess you up, Maury? Yeah, I mean, I did go to sleep Saturday night and slept twelve hours into Sunday. Oh, forget you then. But this morning, I was wide awake at like at three a.m. lying yeah. there, you which got, is not unusual. You got all to sleep. That's so <laughs> wild. Like for me, it, it didn't bother me at all. And normally it does. Normally I'm a complete oh, wuss. Really? Like, oh, I hate it. Oh, normally all I do is complain. And, doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> I got nothing to complain about today. <laughs> I was ready for it too. I was like, I was I, I Saturday morning. I'm like, okay, time changed. Then I started writing my jokes Saturday morning. Right? <laughs> but then it didn't bother me, so it didn't bother me. So I got no material. <laughs> but no, that's unfortunate. So you were five hours in bed without sleeping. Yeah, that's like a full night's sleep without sleeping. I know. You're just I know. lying there. Now was and Jenna sleeping? Uh, she was tossing and turning for a bit, and then it took her maybe about an hour, and then she fell asleep. Really? So yeah. you were lying there. That's weird, though, huh? Yeah. Oh, lying, next so for wife? four hours, you're lying there. She sleep. Did you look at her and stuff? Like, just stare at her? No, that's pitch oh. black. Oh. No. <laughs> when, you're, when you're awake and lying next to your partner, do you ever try and just play the game where you try and match their breathing just as, like, to sort of see if you can do it? What? Like, no. when I'm lying there and Matthew's sleeping next to me, I try and just go, let's see if I can match his breathing. Do you know who does that? People who sneak into other people's rooms where they don't want them to hear them. Yeah, that's true. Is, is when you match your breathing. It's like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's weird. That's weird, dude. And also murderers. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. We should probably talk about the fact that you were 90 minutes late today. <clears throat> yeah. I would like to take this time to apologize to you, Roz. Apologize to Dan and Maury. Uh, to Shem, who also works on our show. Yeah. And most importantly, to everybody listening. Yeah. And we've just legitimately been so busy since then. 
Um, so I apologize. So what happened? Like you, what, you just slept through everything, everything. or everything? I hadn't been feeling good the past couple of days. Yeah. And yesterday, I guess everything hit me last night. I was watching the Raptor game, and then my wife and I started watching The Bachelor and Colton. Come on. Bro. Yeah, I know. I know. And then at nine o'clock, I was like, okay, I'm done. I got to go to bed. Yeah. And we went to sleep and shut my eyes at nine. The next time I woke up was with my wife shaking me. Wake up. You're late. You're late. And I was like, what time is it? She's like, 6.30. I was like, what? I was like, no. I was like, no, it's Sunday. It's Sunday. And she's like, it's Tuesday. So I jumped up. And it took you like an hour to get here, and too. It took, yeah, and I quickly... Traffic's different at that time of day, huh? Oh, my God. The city's wildly different. Yeah. Like, I hit traffic and, like, I take three highways to get to work. Yeah. 400, 401, DVP. And every single one of them was, like, a thousand times more busy yeah. than, than Just normal, ridiculous. right? Because um, I'm usually on the road at 4 a.m. So I was so crazy. late. I didn't even have time to do up my shoes, like my, my laces. <laughs> I ran in here with loose laces. Maury was, uh, we are desperately, and we trying to get a hold of you because your phone was off. I have my phone on silent mode. Yeah. Because I'm... It's dangerous. It, it is That's very dangerous. Like playing with fire. I have my phone on silent mode. I, I do have an emergency list. So like yeah. my parents are on there. Sure. Uh, my sisters are on there. My mother-in-law, my sister-in-law. Yeah. Um, so I, I have them in, in my emergency list. So if they call... While my phone is in silent mode, yeah. then my phone will ring. I didn't even know that existed on phones. I don't even know how to put my phone in silent mode. But More, I have to add you guys to the list. Yeah, please do. That would be Actually, great. you know what? DJ Climax is on my list. No! DJ Climax is on my emergency list. The guy who list. shows up at 8 o'clock one day a week <laughs> so is should, on your list. So if I called your mom, she could have woke you up for me. Yes, uh, essentially. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maury uh, was, I, I had to stop Maury because he just gets, he starts going wild when he needs to get a hold of somebody. And I'm in this room and Maury was in his room and I heard him on the phone with somebody. And I was like, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm calling a cab company. And I'm like, why? And he goes, so I get a cab driver to go to their house and knock on their door. <laughs> but you, but you do the math. Like you realize if you would have taken a cab from no. here, no, Vaughn, no, Vaughn, he was taxi. just going to get a cab to go and knock on your door. A cab driver to go and knock on your you door. Think I would have answered the door, or my wife would have answered the door if they saw some weirdo banging on the on but the. Yeah, it would have got door. you out of bed, whether you open the door or not. You're up. But then also, you would have had to probably pay the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Who's paying this man to show up in my house? Cod. No, 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 no. Yeah, Cod. Yeah. Anyway, so, I apologize. No, it, it was, was crazy. Very, that happens. That happens. Unprofessional. Man. No, it's stop never it. happened. We accept your apology. Stop it. <laughs> Stuff. It, it, it won't happen again. I apologize. It, people, were, people were worried. The only reason I brought it up was because people were worried. No, I know. We've all and slept I, in I, and, and missed I thank stuff. You. We've all slept in and missed stuff. So, okay. sorry? <laughs> you don't say sorry. And I, I truly do feel yeah. bad. In hindsight, it. now that I know you're okay, yeah. I should have let Maury set a cab to your house. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, has Drake now joined the list of people who have dropped Michael Jackson songs? So we know the BBC stopped playing uh, Jackson. This is all after the Leaving Neverland documentary aired. A lot of people stopped playing Michael Jackson music. And on Scorpion, 
Drake had Don't Matter to Me, which was a song that featured Jackson vocals from, I think, like a 1983 session that he did with Paul Anka, who's a super famous producer. And when he did his show the other night in England, Drake didn't do the song. However, when everybody started investigating as to whether he had done the song before, yeah, he had. In his U.S. shows, for example, in Atlanta in November, he did the song. In the U.K. shows and some of the U.S. shows, uh, he had the song as well. So, If you don't know what it sounds like, it's this one. And funny thing about this song... So there's too much heat. ...is that this was supposed to be the single released after Nice For What. Right. It went God's Plan, Nice For What, and then supposed to be Don't Matter To Me, but then the In My Feelings challenge took off. Right. And In My Feelings shot straight to number one. So they released that. They had to go with that as a single. It became one of the biggest songs of last year. So you know Drake feels favorably about the song. Oh, for it's not sure. Like, it's not like it's it's a buried no, track. No, this was on the list of songs to be a single. Yeah, that were supposed to be uh, released as a single. So he didn't do this. Uh, I think the show was last night. Was it last night, Maury? Yeah, was, so the show was last night in, uh, in England, and he dropped it from the set list. So wow. it's interesting that after all this time... I think some radio stations in the, in the States... Yeah. Have dropped Michael Jackson as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting though that um, that you're like you know, even with this where it's 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 a manufactured sort of feature on an yeah. old Michael Jackson vocal session that there's still too much heat that even Drake is like I don't want to have to answer for this and nobody I don't, don't want to have to answer for this and that's the thing nobody up until this news story came out nobody yeah. called Drake out. To say, hey, on the album score. I don't. I don't think he's toured before. I don't think I, I, doing it on the album. That's one thing. It happened before all this Leaving Neverland stuff sure. came out. But I don't think he had done a show since Leaving Neverland came out. No. So this was a, this was the first since wow. Leaving Neverland came out, and before Leaving Neverland, when he was touring in November, he did the track on stage. Wow, it was part of a show, and now it's not. Too much heat. <sighs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Ontario is set to ban cell phones in classrooms starting in 2019-2020. Oh, yeah? But I don't know. Like, are you allowed? Maybe text us right now if you're, I guess, in high school. Let's not go with the little kids. But if you're in high school, what are the rules currently on cell phones in classrooms? 925 by the way. Text us from class. Because I don't, yeah, exactly. You can now. Yeah, because I don't know what the rules are. But Ontario is set to announce this week that cell phones will be banned in classrooms starting the next school year. Some schools already have similar policies, but the province will issue a directive to all public schools for 2019-2020 during that school year. It will prohibit cell phone use during instructional time. They're being specific about that. Enforcement of the ban uh, would be up to individual boards and schools. But what is the current rule on cell phones in class? I didn't think the kids were allowed to bring use your, cell phones in no, class. No, I thought you could bring your, your phone into the class. Like you can have it You're with you. You're not allowed to use it because my brothers can't use it. Exactly. Yeah. My little brothers, Daniel and Kyle, they have cell phones. But, they're, but like, where are you supposed to leave it? Like in, you can't even like leave it in your bag? You can no, have you it can't in your leave bag. it in your jacket? You can leave it in your bag or whatever, but if the teacher sees you with it, then there's the repercussions. So there already is a ban. Yes, but this one here is they don't want, I guess you can't even bring it into school. No, you can't no, say you that. No, you can't because, do that. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. Let me just, okay, hold on here. 
banned in classrooms. So I guess what, you have to leave it in your locker? Like, so the actual, so it's not cell phone use. So let me get this straight here. Let me reread this headline because I may be confusing something with cell phone use and actual cell phones themselves. So Ontario is set to announce this week that cell phones will be banned in classrooms starting in the next school year. Now, does that mean the actual phone or does that mean cell phone use the will phone. be banned during instructional time? So here's one text that we got. Nine two five triple five. Oh, hold on. Uh, yeah, my school, you can have it in the class, but not out or on your desk. Yeah. Somebody else texted and said, my daughters text me all the time during school hours in elementary school. They openly have their phones out, grades 7 and 8. That's from Kimberly. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening, Kimberly, by the way. But then you could just Google the answers to tests, too. Well, yeah, but I, I thought that some kids, like, there's sometimes where you need to use your phone and stuff in class for some lessons. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Another text. At North Toronto Collegiate, you cannot use your phone in class without permission, but you can listen to music. Oh, so okay. my understanding with this is you'll have to leave it in your locker on certain classes if it's, you know, a test class Yeah, or because I may need to get, because I want clarification on this because you, just saying cell phones is sort of vague to me because when they say that Ontario is set to announce this week that cell phones will be banned in classrooms, does that mean the actual phone, like not allowed to bring a phone into a classroom or does that mean cell phone use? Because then they go on to say uh, it would prohibit cell phone use during instructional time. So they say cell phones will be banned in classrooms and then they say cell phone use during instructional instructional time. Okay, here's two texts I'll read to you right Thank now. You. Again, 925-555. Teachers try to tell us not to use it, but so many people use it if they don't care. During tests and stuff, you can't be seen with it. Or you'll get a zero even after the test. Wow. Followed by, I'm a teacher, and it depends on the attitude of each teacher. There's a movement for, quote, bring your own device to utilize technology to enhance learning. Yeah, because I've heard that before. I've heard teachers have the attitude of, well, listen, the cell phone is like a part of your body right now, so why not at least figure out a way to help you learn? Yeah, with an- it? another text. We are allowed to bring our phones. We've got to keep it in our bag. Hmm. Interesting. So I don't know what this is. I don't know whether they're saying cell phones will be banned in classrooms or cell phone use will be banned in classrooms during instructional time. That's going to be a very hard fight for them. Ooh. You can't <sighs> block a kid from bringing their phone. Well, uh, maybe you can. Why can't you? Where are they going to leave it? Locker. What if it gets stolen? That's your problem. Leave it at home then. Oh, there's no way, dude. Well, that would never fly. What's the never. difference? Never. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I watched the other night that new Ricky Gervais show on Netflix. Oh. Have you seen it? No. I read the description and I have the show saved in my list of things to, uh, things to watch. And maybe I'm a little bit over the top here just because I am such a huge Ricky Gervais fan. Is it bad? Don't tell me it's bad. No, it's it's so wonderful and funny and beautiful and heartbreaking. Is it a drama? It is, right? Well, it's it's, no, but it's still funny because it's still Ricky Gervais. Okay. Right? Because the trailer, when I first watched the trailer on Netflix, yeah, they showed like all the serious stuff. But it is serious. So like, I was it like, is. oh, it is. so this isn't a comedy, but I'm still pretty interested. Okay, so here's the, the best way to, to describe it is that it's very much like a real life situation. So the premise of the show is, and the best part is too, is that it's so great. It's only six episodes. Oh, nice. So it's not even a huge investment. We did it in two days. Oh, sweet. And 
it, the the show is Ricky Gervais is very much a character like Ricky Gervais. He has yeah. the same attitude, the same feelings on life, the same feelings on religion, the same feelings on everything. But, but the character's wife dies, and his wife was his whole world. And oh. so it's him sort of grieving and getting over that and getting back to life and yeah. getting back to work and meeting new sort of new people and picking up the pieces. Um, but it's very much how a very funny human being would re- react to that situation. So is like, it like serious? Awkward? Is it serious? Yes, it's serious. But it's as if an extremely funny human being, much like Ricky Gervais, went through that. Like, yeah. you know, they, they, they use humor in a lot of ways, but also he's kind of a jerk to people. And Aww. like, it's just, it's just the way Ricky Gervais is. So it's very much true to that or the Ricky Gervais character that we all, sure. that we all know. But the show is so beautiful. Like, it's crazy. It's so sad, but yet you laugh. Like you, it's 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 as if you're with somebody who is grieving. Because when you do grieve, when you go through anything like that, as anybody's ever gone through anything like that, you don't go through one emotion; you go through all the emotions. Yeah, yeah. You know, you'll find yourself crying, and then you'll find yourself laughing, and you find yourself questioning things, and, and angry, and angry, and you you don't want to go on, and you know, you just wait for that one little thing that sort of gives you a spark to let you know that uh, life is still worth living. And, you know, you're going to get out of this okay. And that's what the show's about. And it's beautiful. Like, it's really, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a six episode Ricky Gervais show on Netflix. Like, it's not, you know, it's not earth shattering. But it's, uh, if you get a chance, watch it. And, you know, you're not going to, it's not fun. But it's, you know. Damn, dude. You're you're like selling the show, but you're also not selling the show. Well, because I don't want people to watch it. Because I don't want people to watch it and then tell me that they just cried for three hours. Because it is Ricky Gervais. Right? Yeah. And that's the whole thing. That's why when I I watched a trailer on Netflix, I was like, wait a minute. But this this is a serious thing. And, but it's with Ricky Gervais. It so is, yeah. Is it funny it or is. not? Because the trailer doesn't make it seem it's like both. it is. It's all the things. It'll make you cry. It'll yeah. make you cry. And there's a dog. Oh, I love dogs. Right? <laughs> all right, cool. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So I'm going to start hitting the gym. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's summer 19, buddy. Yeah, whatever. Maury's, hitting, Maury's been hitting the gym. Nothing's changed, though. No, still out of breath. Don't get me we wrong, Maury. I've I've noticed a little bit of your booty gains. Okay, I've noticed. I be it's that as it may. Me. Look at that. Look at what Maury just lifted up his shirt. Okay, now exhale. Now you're now you're tickling your stomach. Yeah. Why are you doing that, man? No, Maury, you're no, sucking no. in. You're your still gut. sucking in. Come on, you're dude. still sucking in. Bro. No, but do you want to know the thing that upsets me about the gym I go no, to? No, no, no. Let's Mirrors. Get back. <laughs> <laughs> All the other fit people around you. No, no. what upsets you? What no, upsets what upsets me is that the gym I go to. They always started off with the whole, you know, this is a sexy boot camp. All the guys take off your shirts. Yeah. So I'm surrounded by like insanely hot, tall jocks with really cool shoulders. Right. And. It just sucks because I'm not ready. I'm not at shirt removal stage. Uh, yet. You guys wear cut off jean shorts when they work out at this place. No, it they really wear tights like now. Oh. Uh, okay, lift up your shirt. Stand up straight. Now exhale. Come on, man. Stop. Su- Listen, we're all friends here. Okay, there. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. Stop tickling your. Yeah. Yo, do you shave your chest? No, it's no. naturally smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, well, yeah. don't worry. So what, are you keeping track, though? Because you're the only one that works well, out regularly on the I'm doing a challenge, 19 show. classes in 30 days. Okay. And I did two classes back-to-back yesterday. And how did that uh, do? Oh, I left drenched. Oh. Okay, but what did you eat yesterday? Well, okay, so 
Start sure. at the beginning. Start yeah. at the, in the morning. Take yeah. us through your entire my day. Always my daily hunk of cheese. Yeah. How, um, big, is, how big is a hunk? Um, usually like a fistful of cheese. Okay, yeah, okay. A fistful okay. of cheese and so I eat... So that's in the morning? A fistful of cheese and egg. You wake up to cheese? <laughs> cheese and egg. That's really, so huh? disgusting. Wow. Okay. okay. Cheese and egg. And then yep. I come in here and I get yogurt, two granola bars, an apple, a banana. Then I go home and I'll have a bag of popcorn. Hold on, wait, wait. What about the big, <laughs> thick-ass hot chocolate that you drink in here in the morning? Oh, no, that's for the drive home. Yeah. Okay. okay. Hot chocolate on the drive home. Yeah. And then I eat a bag of popcorn. Uh-huh. And then I usually order pierogies for my yeah. pre-dinner. Right. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. What do you get on the pierogies? It comes with the, uh, what do you get, the white sauce? Sour cream. Sour cream. Do you get bacon on there? No, just caramelized onion. Okay, so onion and sour cream on yeah. a pierogi. You pierogi. know, that's just like potato and pasta, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, but okay. it tastes fabulous. Okay, okay, okay. yeah. So, and so then far- Matthew comes home and then we'll have a healthy dinner. Which is... Uh, usually it'll be a soup, some sort of Portuguese soup. Okay. And or then, a fish and that then he cooks what, and he steams the fish. And then if you sneak food, what are you sneaking? Oh, chocolate. Okay. So what, what's your before bed snack? Chocolate. Okay. Yeah, so before- Because I go to Bulk Barn and fill up. So before a workout, you've mm. had a hot chocolate, a bag of popcorn and pierogies? <laughs> yeah, but if you think about it- <laughs> Yeah, when I think about it, no, but you're not I'm, doing I'm, yourself any good at the gym. No, but 80 plus 80 plus 80 calories. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, you're oh, not, come on, you're not eating eight. You're probably eating 800 calories in pierogies. No, I'm burning 80 plus 80 plus 80 calories on the treadmill. Right, and how many is that? The three rounds of 80s. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, Bachelor last night, that went down. <sighs> Hannah B's your new Bachelorette. Yo, why were uh, they... I have a question about yeah. that. Was it not announced two weeks ago that Hannah B was going to be not officially? Not officially. No. Everybody suspected. But But how uh, does that news really get out? It's got to be the folks from The Bachelor. Because then Chris Harrison last night was all like, hey, we're going to finally announce. Yeah, like, but we all know. Yeah, but it's it's been like that for a while. It's only really been a shock one or two times. But that finale last night, holy hell, what a mess. What a mess. It was just, that whole show was such a mess. And then they pick a bachelorette and, you know, Hannah B, I'm sure she's nice enough, but that girl can't string a sentence together. Like, this is going to be brutal. I'd rather watch 13 weeks of air supply than watch 13 weeks of Hannah B. Wow. Speaking of which, the social media reaction to air supply last night. Yeah. On the Bachelor finale was why were they there? Incredible, because they have a song called "Making Love Out of Nothing at All." Oh God! Yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> so I don't know. Everybody who is like on the younger sort of normal demographic of the world were like, "Air Supply? What in the hell is an Air Supply?" And all their moms were like, "Making love out of nothing at all." <laughs> That's the way that the world went last night. <laughs> Tell your father meet me upstairs in five <laughs> yeah, minutes. Yeah. Oh, moms were <laughs> moms were wilding out last night. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, if you have a mom that was watching The Bachelorette last night, that that finale was everything that they have waited for for 28 seasons of The Bachelor was to just get to air supply. And so it could all make sense to them. Can I tell you why I didn't like last night's episode and the interaction between Cassie and uh, Colton? Yeah. Is because two weeks ago, Cassie left mm-hmm. because she wasn't feeling it with Colton. Right. Colton chases after her. True. And I feel because the cameras were there, mm-hmm. 
she felt like she was forced to have something with Colton. Right. Because she already made up her mind. And then he went on his own mm. and broke up with those other two girls. Mm. And when he told Cassie, I broke up with them, she was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, why would you do that? Um. And then when he said to her shortly after, I want to be with you, I want to be with you, I want to be with you. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. He said, by the way, we're going to Spain to meet my family. Mm-hmm. Again, I didn't agree with all of that. I mm-hmm. thought that she said yes to everything because the cameras were there. No, she said yes to everything because he had already sent the other two girls home. I don't know. Had he said, listen, we're going to go through this process, but at the end of it, I guarantee you, I'm going to get down on one knee and propose to you. Everything else is just a formality at this point. She would have said no. It's the fact that he sent the other two girls home before he went to see her. Had he gone to see her and said, you tell me yes right now and I will tell those other two girls to go home, she never would have said yes. But it's because he did it before. He blew up the show and then went to try to get her back. The other thing I didn't like is that when Colton did take Cassie to meet his family, I think it was the mother, during their one-on-one interaction, the mother and Cassie, the mother said to Cassie, well, why did you leave in the first place? Right. And why do you and yeah. why do you want to be with them right now? I thought yeah. that was like the rudest thing ever. But, but that's what you're supposed to do on The Bachelor. I just people thought it was, have said way worse. I know, but I just felt bad for Cassie in the whole situation. Like you she felt was, bad for Cassie. I did. You felt bad. Cass, he asked her, so what frightens you about being in a relationship? And she went, being in a relationship. She's on The Bachelor. No, I know. I you just felt like that. in that moment, I was like, why is the mother grilling Cassie? Like I, she left because she didn't want to be with him. No, you start to think that somebody's unstable at that point. Well, you, they're all unstable. You left your job. We know that they're all unstable. And your life to go on The Bachelor. Well, I just cannot, what, what are we, March 13th? I cannot wait for... The next six weeks when we find out that they broke up because they didn't work out. Yeah, no, true. Yeah, but they could be broken up by you know now. Why? Because he's got a taste of it now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> All right. He sure did. Uh-huh. He's like, there's more out yeah. there. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. But apparently, um, Jeopardy has resumed taping after right. Alice Trebek's cancer diagnosis, which is a real great thing. Of course. A lot of people are very happy about that. Morning, good morning. Good morning. I'm curious to see what he will say or uh, how he'll look. But the problem, the, the difference is, is that they tape Jeopardy like way far in advance. Oh, I know. I watch every night and the ones that have been running, they taped well before he made the announcement. So, so I don't we think We won't so see these until maybe the summer. Months. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think that he'll say anything on the show. I think that he'll do what he did with the announcement, which is if there is a change in anything, he'll do the announcement as in Alex Trebek sort of one of his suits on the set, like it'll be, he'll do it that way. I don't think he's going to say anything on the show. I think he cares too much about that show mm-hmm. uh, to make it about him. Mm-hmm. I agree. Right? I think that that show, he has always felt that that show is a much bigger thing than he is and that he is a small part of what Jeopardy actually is, which is one of the things that makes Alex Trebek such yeah, a fantastic I agree. Host. The hosts of these game shows should act that way. Yeah, they should. And the, the successful ones do. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the successful ones do. You know, God, how long has Pat Sajak been around? Oh my God, forever. Right? Okay, can I forever. ask a question? Yeah. yeah. Every We watch The End of Wheel every night, yeah. and Matthew and I try and figure out that, that puzzle at the end. God love Vanna White, but 
don't the screens change to the the letters themselves? Yes, like, they do. What does yeah. she do? I don't even think that she really even has to touch them anymore. Um, no. But she used to have to flip them around. Flip them. But now the screen, there's somebody that's it's, taking credit. Hey, she's taking credit for no, no, somebody no, no, else's no, no, job. No, no. no, she's not. They they understand. No, this is where this is where it's great because we're in a position right now of where uh, there's great fear in the world that the robots are going to take our job. Mm-hmm. Right. There's great fear. Everybody's got that fear. You look at the stats of the amount of people in production of things that will be out of work because machines are going to evolve to take those jobs, right? That's fine. We all know those numbers. But the human human element of things is what we often don't consider. And that is, yes, the computer now lights up the letters and turns a blank space into a D, Right? <laughs> but if Vanna White wasn't there it's, to watch it happen, there would be outrage. Yeah. Okay, I get that. And I, that's what we discussed. I totally get so that. Much but it's so, that so much a part of that I know, but it's so unfair show. that someone's making that much money to watch a screen change to a D. Okay, so let's yeah. get to what this really is. This isn't about Vanna White and the screen. It angers you that somebody makes an incredible amount of money for what you feel is very little. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> That's it. It's so unfair. Vanna, I want to stand next to the D. She got to stand next to the D. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I was watching uh, all these clips about the Boeing jet. Yeah, finally grounded, huh? And what was happening with it. Yeah, so they finally grounded it, and they were talking about what was going wrong. Like, they specifically mentioned the... Indonesian flight, I believe it was. The first one that went down. That was like five Five and a half months ago? Yeah. Yeah. And they were saying that the autopilot features on all these planes that they make now, they just keep making planes that can do more. Mm -hmm. So you need a pilot less and less and less. Takeoff, landing, everything else. And the AI in the planes calibrates sort of as takeoff is happening. So it judges how low the back is and how high the nose is. And Taking into factor weather, stuff like that. Yeah, and the, the system in these Boeings, apparently there was a, like a flaw. Yeah. And what was happening is that these planes were going up and the internal chip was saying that the nose was too high. Yeah. So the plane was dropping the nose and then the pilots would have to fight to bring the nose back up. Isn't it and as, e- the, as easy as just like pressing a button to no, turn on a pilot off and no, then take full control of the plane? No, oh. no. And then so the, the pilots would fight the plane. Yeah. And then the plane would say, no, the nose is too high and it would drop the nose again. Right. And then the pilots would have to fight the plane and then eventually they would lose because yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a fight you're not going to win as a pilot. Yeah. Right. You're not going to win that fight. You're not going to beat the plane. And that's why it went down. And they, and, and they sort of know that that's the, that's the flaw in what these, what's wrong with these jets, which is crazy to think about. So you have to scale back on some of this autopilot. There, but there is no scaling back. Features. Planes take off on their own. Yeah. Right. Like that's just the way. That's that's how they work. It was. It's a flaw in in the, the calibration. I don't oh. know what the hell it is. But uh, but yeah, that's so crazy. That yeah. that that's the. It comes down to. It comes down literally to literally a, a human being fighting a plane. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, which is crazy to me. But you don't like you don't realize that when you're on a flight that no. You know what's going on up there? Like it's not some guy going, "All right, here we go," and then he pulls back, and the yeah. plane goes up. It's like you just sort of sit there, you, you monitor everything, and then yeah, the plane sort of, view. yeah, the plane sort of does its <clears throat> thing, and it's you know same deal with landing and and, and whatnot. But it's terrifying because I flew that plane um, when I went to New York last week. The same Boeing one, yeah. Damn, I'm more than positive I did because it was yeah. brand new, and I'd only been in one other one that was that was just like that. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, no, it's just it's crazy to it's crazy to even think about and. You know, I know we get all we all get freaked out when we start thinking of the idea of self-driving cars and yeah. how just futuristic and wild that is. But we never think about the fact that when a plane takes off, it's the compu- it's a computer taking care of the vast majority yeah. of everything that needs to be taken care of. Yeah. Like you never think about the that responsibility stuff. of all of that. Uh, yeah, is left to the machine. Yeah, yeah. Which in some cases is fine, but in this case, oh man. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Max, what's going on, dude? Not too much. How are you? Good, buddy. Max, you wrote us this. We got a lot to get into here, so we'll uh, get through this quickly. Uh, you wrote, right. uh, FML, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. I need to make two tough decisions. One, quitting my job. Two, breaking up with my girlfriend. Damn, son. Uh, I keep yep. go- going over these scenarios in my head, but not taking any action. I think that all the thinking and apprehension is starting to give me physical reactions. That does happen. Yes, you're right. Uh, for quitting my job, I have somewhat of a game plan, but breaking up with my girlfriend is especially tough because there's nothing wrong with her besides timing slash where we are in life. I think letting her go is the right thing to do, but it's tough. What I'm hoping yeah. for are uh, strategies that have worked for you guys to follow through with tough decisions. So, Max, what yeah. kind of physical reactions are you are you getting is like you talking about like health stuff what i just noticed is that sometimes i uh i feel like i'm getting nauseous sometimes yeah, yeah. and um little anxiety you know, yeah upset stomach the, your heart starts to yeah. go crazy you get flush in the yeah. face just oh, wow. dealing with yeah. everything you feel like you're loaded right yeah the anxiety was a big one yeah. so what's going on with your relationship though like why like you said right there in your letter to us that there's nothing wrong with her except for the timing. What's going on? What I mean by that is that we're, you know, we're we're great together. It's nothing, you know, there's nothing like we're arguing or, sure. you know, anything like that. It's just... Um, These are the hard um, ones. Right, yeah. And she feels like, well, not she feels, but she is kind of settled in her career where she is in life. You know, she has her own place. For me, it's don't. I'm not settled in my in my career yet, and um, going back to school as well. And I don't feel as if I'm as settled as where I am as she is. So, do you um, feel she, that you're unworthy of this relationship? You seem sort of down on yourself that she's more successful, quote unquote, in life or farther along in life than you are. And therefore, you don't feel like you belong in this relationship. Is that what you're saying? That is, you know, I was actually thinking about that. And part of me does feel that way yeah. um, because I, it, there's a feeling as though she's waiting for me to get there. Yeah. And um, it's to me, it's not a good feeling because I don't I kind of feel like I don't want her to be waiting um I feel like she's holding back in her life by waiting for me but that's that's a her decision not a you decision right you know what I mean is she supportive she's supportive does she love you 
No, she she definitely does. Yeah, did, did she encourage she you? She does. And do, give you support? She does, yeah. Do you love her? I do. Yeah, don't break up with this girl, when, man. When you close your eyes and think about your future, is she in it? She is. Um, so what the hell are you doing, man? Let me tell you how difficult it is in this world to find somebody who loves you and will support you. Does she know you want to quit your job and go to school and she's okay with that? Um, she... <laughs> She knows I, I want to quit my job and that she, I'm going back to school. Um, what does she say about that? She understands that oh God, I dude. have to. She Max. understands that I have to go back to school, but she's also, you know, she she's not 100% sure of how she feels about the fact of me going back to school because it is far well, further away um, than where I am currently. Oh, so you got to move away. And, yeah, I, I got to move away. How far? Uh, it's, it will be either Hamilton or St. Catharines. Okay, and where are you and, right now? Uh, are you, you in the city right now? Yeah, I'm in the city right now. She's okay. in the city as well. Okay, well, um, you can, that's not that far. You're not, you're, not going to, you're not going to Halifax. Yeah, you're not flying uh, across the country. Jesus. <laughs> How long have you been with this girl? Uh, two years, three months. Uh, I, I, will, I mean, my first instinct, I think Mocha feels the same way, which is if when you find somebody in life who loves you and wants to support you and want, and is there for you when you make that jump, we always talk about jumping on this show, but when you make that jump to quit your job and go to school so you can be a better person and find purpose in life that, that, that makes you feel fulfilled and you have somebody by your side who supports you through that, I say, right. God, man, you hang on tight. I, I think what you have right now, it's not a girl problem. It's a self-confidence problem. Right. That's, that's what, that's your thing. It's not, it's not a problem with your girl. Like if you want to know how to dump her, we can tell you how to dump her. But there's right. absolutely nothing wrong with her or your relationship. No. Dude. Yeah. Like, you have a fantastic woman by your side who is encouraging and loving and supportive. Like, do not let this girl go. You are going to regret that decision for the rest of your life. Right. I'll, I'll say this. If you want to dump somebody, there's, there's, there's one rule. You got to be, you got to be blunt, but you have to be kind and you have right. to sit there and answer all their questions because you, you owe that to them and you have to tell them that you don't love them. And you have to tell them that when you close your eyes and look at your future, they're not in it. Those are the things that you need to say. Otherwise they will hold out hope. You cannot say that the timing isn't right because then that means that maybe the time will be right and what you're really doing is giving them hope when the reality is you just don't love them anymore. This doesn't sound like that situation with you guys. No. Yeah. No, it's not. So here's the thing. Sit her down. Tell her everything you just told us. That you right. feel that you feel insecure, that you're feeling a little bit inadequate, uh, that you feel terrible that she's now put in a position of where she's waiting around for for you. Lay all this out to her, and then let the grown woman make a grown woman decision. That, that, that makes sense. Okay. All right, buddy, you feel better? No, I do. It's um, I feel better. Um, you know, definitely making because I in my head, you know, sometimes I feel like I have to make the the decision. So, yeah. but uh, no, definitely go uh, go have a conversation. Go tell your girl the truth. Yeah. Okay, and let us know how this goes, man. Will do. Okay, brother. Thanks, guys. Okay, Take man. care. Bye-bye. All right, you too. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS. Uh, Jays kick off their season March 28th, and fans are going to be happy about this at Rogers Center. Each level of the stadium will have a stand where everything is $5, including beer. They've made that announcement. Yeah, they're going to be happy about that until they see the line. Uh, right now, a king can... At Rogers Center's twelve bucks, the five dollar beer will be available in uh, twelve ounce sizes, but they haven't said what kind of beer yet. But I mean, right. for some people at a ball game on a super hot day, beer is beer. 
So you can get $5 beer. On top of that, they also plan to have six loony hot dog nights at Rogers See, <clears throat> Yeah, sure. Right? Sure. This is this is a half-assed job at doing what um, everywhere the, else does the, already. The owner of who hosted the Super Bowl this year? What was what city was the Super Bowl in? I don't remember what it is. Oh, in Atlanta, where they made a statement saying that fans shouldn't feel that they're being taken advantage of when they come into the stadium, and that a hot dog and a beer should cost in the stadium what a hot dog and a beer costs outside of the stadium. Yeah, like seven bucks or whatever. Yeah, and they realized that they actually made more money doing that. And then, Because it is ridiculous. In yeah. the city of Toronto, at least, Rogers Centre and Scotiabank Arena, yeah. when you go to see a game, or just like in those two venues, when you see anything that's happening there, yeah. You know, sometimes you spend like 18 bucks on a beer. It's ridiculous. Right. And um, so they, so all the food prices, and, and it's taking off because they're doing it a lot in the States and a lot of these stadiums yeah. where the food prices are in the stadium, what they would be outside of the stadium. And they found that they make more money doing it. Yeah. So I get it. This is a slight version of that, but I need full commitment. Yeah. Like instead of six loony hot dog nights, like seven. Right. D. Seven. <laughs> seven D. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So today is Pi Day. Ah, math nerds rejoice! <laughs> P.I. That's right, yeah. P.I. Day. And uh, a Google employee just broke the world record for calculating Pi. Uh, Emma Haruku, Iowa, spent four months working on the project to which she calculated Pi to the 31.4 trillion digits. Damn. 3.1415. Her milestone was certified by Guinness yesterday, making her the third woman to set a world record for calculating the number. She broke the record for pi set by Peter Traub in 2016, which was to 22.4 trillion digits. Just in case anybody's wondering, all 31,415,926,534,897 digits of her calculation can be downloaded by anyone who wants to experiment with the data. Oh. That sounds like fun. <laughs> I can't wait, y'all. <laughs> uh, and of course, Pi Day is celebrated today because it is March 14th, the right. third month, 14th day, 3.14. And what did you do, more? You went and talked to people? About Pi. About <laughs> <laughs> Roz, it does not look like I ate that many pies. However, you are oh. so sweet. You are like a pie. You are my Rozzy pie. <laughs> Happy pie day. I love pie. Which pie tastes so good it can make a grown man cry? Nothing. Have you never heard the song? No. She's my cherry pie. Oh. No, please don't sing. Maybe I'm singing it wrong. She's my cherry pie. No, bitch. I have not heard that song. <laughs> what type of pie must you eat if you need to make an apology to somebody? You know what? If I was going to give someone a pie to apologize, I would make my own pie. And it would be a dolce pie with cream cheese on top. Which would it. be wrong. I know. Yeah. Okay. Would you believe humble pie? I harass. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, huh? Good one. <laughs> when is a pie not a pie? I guess when it's too uh, mushy. A pie isn't a pie in the process of becoming a pie. Or when a shepherd pie is not is a pie. Because oh, meat pie. can't be a pie. It's got to be a fruit. Why did the pie go to the dentist? I have no clue. Be 
because he needed a filling. <laughs> uh, what is a ghost's favorite dessert? I don't know. Booberry pie with ice cream. Booberry. I was going to say booberry. But you didn't, so I'm the funny one. Uh, yeah, you are. You got me there. Thank you. A pie is not a pie when it's cake. But I guess, would a cheesecake be a pie? No, because it doesn't have the crust. It has a graham cracker crust, but not a pastry dough crust. Why did the apple pie join the circus? Why? It loved all the applause. Apple on. Oh, <laughs> apple on. Oh, That's good. Oh. <laughs> Happy pie day. Happy pie day. <laughs> what is the term for a pie served with a scoop of ice cream? Oh, la la mode. So you think it's la la mode? <laughs> la la mode, yes. My name is Senor Grande. Senor Grande. Uh, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. Sing amore. It's amore. It's amore. What is the term for a pie served with a scoop of ice cream? I wouldn't know because I'm too fat to remember the food, its name. There's a term for that. Alamoe. Alamoe. Hey, happy birthday, everybody. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Now, now that we're into the rain and all the ice melting. Yeah, you get to see all the poop. No, uh, oh. I was going to say <laughs> that area down by, uh, over at the DVP, down by Bayview Bloor sure. around there. And yeah, then as yeah. you get towards Richmond, uh, Richmond the, all that ice and snow is going to melt and we're going to get like extreme flooding yeah. again. Also, you can see all the poop. You can see all the poop yeah. on your grass. Yeah, there's a lot of poop on the street too. There's a oh, lot of poop. Yeah. There's a lot of nasty that hides under that beautiful snow, man. This is the there's uh, the, a lot the, of nasty underneath that snow. This is the kind of weather that I hate walking my yeah. dog in. Yeah, because when we get back, it's like we got to give him a full bath. Yeah, because his belly is just like black with dirt. Yeah, his paws, feet, everything. It's yeah. just like ugh, and all, gross. and all the poop and all the poop. Yeah, you got a lot of poop on your place. Uh, we took care of some of it. You did? Yeah. yeah. That's but crazy, there, though. I, we used to have two like big dogs. Sneak up on you, and you're yeah. like, ah, what is we that? We used to have two big dogs, man. And I remember spring. I would just, like, dread it. I wanted summer to come, but I always hated spring. Yeah. I always hated spring. What's the fr- fertilizer? Yeah. No, it is. I guess it is. But it's so unsightly, though. Like, it was, we had big <coughs> dogs. Me. Like, we had two Bouviers when I was growing up. Yeah. Right, like that's like having two bears. Right, that, <laughs> yeah, bears. Is right, we just had like we basically let two bears run loose in the backyard for an entire season. Yeah, right, and then that first thaw, that first time that snow started to melt, and you're like, what? You're standing in the kitchen and you're looking outside out the window, and you're like, what is that? Yeah, and then you decide to step outside, and you're like, that is, oh my god, yeah. that is disgusting. And my old man would do the same thing. I'd be like, leaving the front door. I'd be like, hey, Pops, I'll see ya. And he'd go, where do you think you're going? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, it's a beautiful spring day. He's like, not in the backyard. <laughs> you better go take care of that bitch. Shovel in a bucket. <laughs> I'm calling my friends, being like, I can't ride my bike today. <laughs> spring? There's a lot of kids right now where spring break means one thing, and that is cleaning poo. And it is the worst. I've been there. I lived that life. <laughs> and it's the worst. The worst. Well, you just ruined my jersey. Oh, Thanks. sorry. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, yo Mocha. What? Yo. Uh, yo, Roz. Mocha, are you ready? Yo, Roz. Yeah. Yo, you ready? Yes. Yo, let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. 
Uh, Heidi Montag, this is so awesome. So during a recent interview with Vogue, Heidi Montag was asked whether she wished there was more diversity on MTV's upcoming reunion series, The Hills New Beginnings. So when asked about diversity on The Hills, Heidi Montag says this. Do you wish that there was a little more diversity represented? I, I, we don't all look the same. I mean, Adrena has darker hair. I feel like Misha has darker hair. Um, okay, what? But yeah, we're, we're California girls and it's a group of friends and that just happens to be the group that came together. But, um, you know, that's just the way the show was. I have other very diverse friends that are not featured on the show. Hold on a minute. Yeah. When she... When the, the interviewer asked about diversity, did she think that she was asking about hair color? No, she meant diversity. To somebody like Heidi Montag, somebody who is a brunette is diverse. Like she says, the show did have diversity. I'm blonde and Audrina was brunette. Like, what are you talking about? Crazy? Did you not watch The Hills? It was diverse as hell. <laughs> Oh, man. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, they did a survey on what are the best burgers in Canada. Ooh, okay. Yeah, uh, so there's a lot of... Uh, like burger joints? Burger joints, yeah. Who makes the, bur- who makes the best oh, burger joint? Okay. Um, Hit me with that list, because I'm going to tell you what my number one is over everything. Okay, so number one on the list is Uniburger from Montreal. Okay. That's number one on the list. Uh, number two on the list is Burger Burger out of London, Ontario. Number three on the list is Rudy Burger from Toronto. I've never had a Rudy yeah. Burger. Uh, doors Down in Halifax is fourth. Uh, fifth is uh, La Bottière, La Bottoire, La Bottoire uh, from uh, Vancouver. Burgers Priest, number six on the list. Wow. Uh, Burger Royale from Montreal is seven. Holy Chuck in Toronto is number eight. Oh, yeah. Holy Chuck makes a good burger. Olympus Burger out in Port Hope, which I've had, actually. Yeah? Yeah, delicious burger. Okay. Olympus Burger out in Port Hope is number nine. And the 10th burger on the list is uh, Burger Bar Crescent in uh, Montreal. A lot of Montreal burgers on this list. But I'm telling you, they go through. There's 50. It's the top 50 burgers in Canada. There's five guys on there? I'll tell you. I think that these have to be Canadian restaurants. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. Oh, right. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. I will say, Five Guys, I will, I've had many burger, like all over the place, right? Yeah. And by far, so far, yeah. Five Guys is my absolute favorite. Is it really, huh? Yeah. I will choose Five Guys over anything. But I am interested now in trying this Rudy's place. Well, now I want all this. Now I want to do a tour on this whole list because shout out to Big Boys Burgers in Whippy. Uh, <laughs> shout out to, to, to Mr. Yeah. Steer in uh, Montreal. Yeah, Monarch you. Burger out in BC. Like sup, these bur- Oh, the Burgonator right here in Toronto. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tonic Kitchen and Bar out in Calgary. Yo, Little I, Louis Burger Joint. Man, I would kill a burger. Cambridge. Right oh my right. God. Do you see um, Pete Davidson on SNL over the weekend talking about dating Kate Beckinsale? Oh no. What'd he say? Well, no, because it's it's weird because now Pete Davidson's whole rap on SNL has been become about his personal life. Like on who he's dating, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Because for like eight months, it was about Ariana Grande. Yeah, SNL's never been like that before. It's super weird, man. And then when 
he split from Ariana Grande. It was about his split from Ariana Grande. Yeah. Yeah. And, and nothing then, else. No, and then and then he insulted that senator with the eye patch. And that's just what SNL does. And always have. And then they had him on so Pete could like apologize to him, which SNL has never apologized for anything before. Like it's super weird. Like I think you get that guy off the show. I, allow, I don't think I don't they think they allow he, him obviously to write like he doesn't have to when he writes his jokes take it to of course the yeah, writers of course oh so they approve of everything oh then. yeah yeah oh. but I just I just think that they've lost their way with Pete Davidson yeah. I think I think they should get him off the show I don't think he's I don't think he's helping the show I think it's all about him anyway so uh, Kate Beckinsale and Pete Davidson this was great so there's a 20 year age difference between them damn. Right, and everybody's making such a big deal out of the twenty-year age difference. Yeah, but they're only making a big deal out of the twenty-year age difference because it's an older woman with a younger dude. Right, right. If we all. The, if we're the other way around, no one would say anything. Thank you. And so Pete uh, addressed that on the weekend. Apparently, people have a crazy fascination with our age difference, uh, but it doesn't really bother us. But then again, I'm new to this, so if you have questions about a relationship with a big age difference, just ask Leonardo DiCaprio, Jason Statham, Michael Douglas, Richard Gere, Jeff Goldum, Scott Disick, <laughs> Dane Cook, Derek Jeter, Bruce Willis, Harrison Ford, Tommy Lee, Alec Baldwin, Sean Penn, and whoever the president of France is, Mel Gibson, <laughs> Billy Joel, Mick Jagger, Sylvester Sloan, Eddie Murphy, Kelsey Grammer, Larry King, Larry King, Larry King. Uh, <laughs> Stewart and Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, Larry like, King, Larry like King, Larry King. <laughs> but he is right. I yeah, mean, no, yeah. most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Larry King, Larry King, Larry King. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Ariana Grande is being Uh-oh. attacked by vegan fans. Oh, no. Her vegan fans, because Ariana Grande is a known vegan. And so she was promoting the cloud macchiato from Starbucks, saying, oh my God, it's great. And then telling fans, uh, you should try it with soy milk, the soy milk version. But fans of hers who know she's a vegan are now going into Starbucks and they're ordering this with soy milk. But what... Ariana Grande, the vegan, didn't tell them is that it also contains egg whites and the caramel contains butter, heavy cream, and dairy milk. So her vegan fans are now being like, what are you doing? Like, not that we care, but when you say you're a vegan and you start promoting a product on Instagram, we assume it's vegan because you say it's vegan. Because you are a vegan. Because you are a vegan. And now people at Starbucks are all up in arms because people are getting mad at them. Yeah. When they go in and they try and order this thinking that it's vegan, they, they think it's their fault now. So there's a whole vegan war going on. <laughs> what? <laughs> what a time to be alive, right? huh? The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Man, oh man, this uh, Bachelorette last night, I don't even know what to say. Hannah B. Hannah B. So they announced Hannah B as the new Bachelorette after Colton and Cassie did their thing and he blew up the show and then went into the finale with no women and then wound up going and getting Cassie back to fall in love with them. Forced her, really. Forced her. And then he may be the only guy in the history of the world who's first time ever having sex was makeup sex. Oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that, right? <laughs> that's true. Like, that's yeah. a lot of pressure. A lot of right? pressure. It's a lot of pressure. And uh, she looks highly disappointed afterwards, but whatever. She stuck with him. <laughs> I'll say that. You ever seen a more disappointed look on a woman's face after a fantasy suite? Uh, oh, 
broken up in like a month anyway. And then they announced that Hannah B is going to be the new Bachelorette, and they had her meet five of the guys that are going to be on her season. Yeah. They came out live on stage. One guy did a, uh, a sex joke. Okay. That was awesome. Right. And He's then, going to the finale for sure. For sure. And then uh, a guy came out and rapped. So I want to get your opinion on this guy's flow. Okay. All right. So uh, this is Cam trying to woo Hannah B. When they said it was you, it was a pleasant surprise. Now I'm staring here looking straight in the eyes. All the other dudes got me feeling so fresh. So I say all aboard Hot Nest Express. Oh, Oh, man. Yeah. She loves it. Why you got to disrespect my favorite genre of music? (laughs) She loves it. Why? What's wrong with that? He's going to the finale for sure. (laughs) Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Speaking of Jay-Z, his being honored by Glad is come with a little controversy. So Jay-Z and Beyonce will both be honored uh, by the gay rights group Glad this month for their role in, quote, accelerating LGBTQ acceptance. Uh, Jay-Z received the Glad Special Recognition Award last year for his song and video for Smile, which featured his mother, uh, Gloria Carter, who, of course, is gay. And uh, Glad said that the that Jay-Z is being honored because of his inclusion of LGBTQ artists in his work from Janet Mock to James Baldwin and uh, supporting of gay marriage, which is all good and fine. But then everybody started bringing up all the old homophobic things that Jay-Z has said in his lyrics before. He's thrown the F word around a whole lot. He said some really derogatory things. Yep. And... You know, we're going back to 2001, which I get it is a while ago, but when Kevin Hart loses the Academy Awards and people want his career to be extinguished because of something he said 10 years ago, this is Jay-Z who has not one song or instance. This is multiple songs. Uh, Albums worth. Albums worth where he says the things that you don't want anybody to say. And he's being honored by Glad, and a lot of people have a hard time with that. Yeah. A lot of people have a hard time with that. This uh, Felicity Huffman, Lori Loughlin story is just keeps on giving. Keeps on giving. Crazy. So Lori Loughlin was released on, I believe, a $1 million bond yesterday. And... A million. A million dollar bond. And now even famous people are going in on him. So Breaking Bad star, Dean Norris. Remember him? He was Hank? Oh, no. Yeah. Hey, Hank. What did did Hank do? Well, see, Hank came from a very underprivileged background. And Hank is one of these people who fought his way to actually get into Harvard. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say, if I am who you think I am, you better tread lightly. No. So Hank put this on Instagram. I got into Harvard against long odds via hard work and perseverance. Yes, Neither of my parents went to college. We didn't have money to even pay for SAT prep course, let alone bribes. Shameful. It's hard enough for working class kids to succeed without rich 
privilege taking opportunity away. He goes on to say, when I think of all the kids who studied hard, stayed up late, had part-time jobs to pay for their college application fees, and then were denied rightly deserved place in elite colleges because some rich F-wad wow. <laughs> cheated for their already privileged kids, I'm disgusted. I shall now breathe deep and go beat the esh out of a punching bag. Wow. <laughs> oh, and it gets better. So there's all sorts of video and from interviews of Felicity Huffman and Lori Lachlan talking about their kids getting into college and whatnot. And then there's yeah. people brought up that years ago when Aunt Becky um, paid a bribe on Full House to get the twins into daycare. Alex like, and Nikki, right? I forgot about that episode. Like, there's, all, there's, there's so oh. much great source material on all this. But here's, uh, here's one clip that, uh, that, that they've dug up talking about uh, Lori Lachlan's parenting style and how she has raised her kids to just simply do their best. You know what I don't ever do? I never push my kids to, I always say do the best you can. I was never that kid. They fought my husband too, their dad. Never. We were never like at school, you got to get straight A's. You gotta, we, we were never those parents. We were always like, you know what? Give it your all, do the best you can. Because in life, if you give it your all and you do the best you can, there's that's it. That, that's all you can do. And that's enough, in my opinion. <laughs> Especially with kids, I think we put so much pressure and stress on them. A lot of it is unnecessary. Wow. Yeah, but then you take all that away by paying <laughs> off a school to get your kid in. And uh, Sephora customers are demanding that Uh-oh. the store ends its partnership with Lori Loughlin's daughter, Olivia Jade. Uh, put off by the YouTube stars allegedly getting in uh, with an unfair leg up on everybody else. Uh, a lot of customers are now boycotting Sephora until they end their deal that they have with her. Olivia, by the way, has 1.3 million Insta followers and 1.9 million subscribers on YouTube. She already has paid partnerships with Mark Jacobs, Beauty, uh, Theresa May, Calvin Klein, uh, Lulu's Amazon, and Smile Direct Club, as well as Sephora. And now they're demanding that they end that partnership. Some people have also started to leave negative reviews on her product line, on Olivia Jade's signature product oh, line. Let, no. me, let me read one of them to you. Uh-oh. This is on uh, her, I believe, eyeshadow palette. I love to use this product on days when I want to use my privilege to suppress and steal from more deserving individuals. Ooh, totally sweatproof, lasts all through my crew practice that I don't actually attend. Oh, damn! you <laughs> <laughs> Five stars, though. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha Q and A. Ask Roz and Mocha, as always, a podcast exclusive. This does not happen on the live weekday show. What we do is post a picture on Instagram at Kiss925 every Wednesday, and uh, you get to ask whatever question that you want. We'll compile them, try to answer as many as we can, and of course, invite one of you to join us on the podcast. And we say hello to Alan. What's going on, dude? Hey, man. How are you guys doing? Great. How are you? Good, good, good. This is like a small dream come true as somebody who's listening to the show for quite some time. Oh, wow. I've been trying to get a hold of you guys forever. And this is kind of like making my day. Uh, Alan, what's your question? Uh, my question is pretty simple. Um, of all the wonderful personal grooming uh, rituals that one can have, uh-huh. which one is the one that you like to do and which is the one that you hate to do? For example, I already like cleaning my or cutting my fingernails because the second it's over, I feel really clean. Um, But I hate 
cutting my toenails because I'm not very flexible and I'm kind of chubby and the uh, power <laughs> belly gets in the way. Oh, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel your pain, bro. I will say, I'm with you on the toenail thing. Like, I hate cutting my toenails, yeah. but I'll still do yeah. it, right? Because you don't, <laughs> yeah, you don't want, you know, knives on your feet, right? Uh-huh. Um, no, nah, man, you don't want that. And I also, the other one that I hate... It's like just body grooming because if you let it, if you let it go too too much, then yeah. when you finally get to doing the task, that's a lot of hair. It really is. <laughs> I have my. I know what you mean. I have my winter right? coat on right now. If you know what I'm saying. Same. Right. Same. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Not, we're not ready. We're not ready to take care of spring yet. No. I would no. say. I would say my least favorite thing to do, and it and it always has been my least favorite thing to do, is I just bloody hate shaving. Oh, do you really? I hate it. I actually enjoy shaving. Oh, that makes sense. I hate being clean shaven. I've always hated shaving. Yeah. I hate that I had to shave for work for all those years. Yeah. uh, From doing the TV show. I just, I hate shaving. Like, if I did not have to shave, Uh I don't know if I ever would. Really? Yeah, I don't know. It bothers me so much. I enjoy it. To have to shave. I enjoy doing the lineup. I enjoy, like, you know, when I'm growing my beard out, like, just trimming the edges a little bit. I like it. I like it. Uh, Maury? I love cleaning out my ears with a Q-tip. Oh. I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) It's not the feeling. I like looking at it after to see, did I win a prize? Right. That's that's much worse. That's much worse. By by the way, when you say you knew it, that's a weird thing to peg somebody with. I knew you'd be the kind of guy that loved cleaning his ears. I knew it. (laughs) Why why would you say that, Alan? Something told me, I had a gut instinct that Maury was like, you know what? I really like inspecting a Q-tip after it's been inside my ear. I once right. had and I was right. come out on the Q-tip and it looked like the Jordan logo. <laughs> <laughs> that is That's disgusting. Um, I didn't I, think you were supposed to use Q-tips, though. You're not. You're, you're not, not supposed right? to. It's supposed to just no. like naturally like fall out of your ear. Yeah, they feel yeah, real good, but, though. Like I like taking a Q-tip and just and just twisting it lightly in the, the, just yeah. the yeah. In my ear. I think it's real. I think that's I, a wonderful. I also feeling. love cleaning my belly button out from lint because oh. it tickles the inside of your stomach. Oh, so you do bizarre. that daily yeah. here when we're doing the show because it feels amazing. It's like someone's inside you tickling <laughs> you. Yeah. Um, I hate um, cleaning the dangly bit hair, like the down there hair. Dangly oh. bit hair. What do you mean dangly like, bit? What's a dangly? Like the dangly bits is the hair or the dangly, dangly bits? bits like from your body? The, the down there hair. The down there hair. But what are the dangly bits? Like you have dangly bits on your hair? No, my dangly bits. You call <laughs> your testicles? Yes. Oh. What are you five? Did well, you just say you hate <laughs> cleaning that hair? Like I because I trim it, <laughs> but I always but I nah, don't even say anything else, bro. No, <laughs> I, use, I use the kitchen just, scissors and I always cut myself. You have just reached a next level you, of disgusting. <laughs> also, you trim that hair with scissors. You use scissors? Well, because anytime I've ever used the razor, I it, it's like it, it, what do you call it? It clips it. No, no. More, you're okay. playing with fire, there, buddy. You're yeah, playing with fire. I would not do that. I'll tell you what I do love though. I love. I used to shave my arms uh-huh. and I love okay. the feeling of having cleanly shaved arms and then when I used to trim my leg hair down like all the way down to a one on the razor yeah and then you put pan- and you put pants on like loose pajamas or something like that you're in heaven you're in absolute but what about heaven. when the hair starts to grow back doesn't it, then you're in hell do you have like the the awkward phase where 
any clothing rubbing up against your leg, it just feels, no, no, it because, doesn't feel nice? No, because I never took it all the way off. Like, I don't oh, use okay. a razor on my legs. Yeah. I would just use, like, the number one. Like, I, you know, just get it all the way down. Yeah, uh, but I'm, like a real, like, get it down, 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 down. I've yeah. never met yeah. anyone that shaved their arms. Really? Never. Oh, I used to shave my arms all the time. Why? I, I don't know because I thought I thought hair was ugly for a real long time. I thought arm hair, no, arm hair uh, like arm I hair thought, sexy. No, I thought I thought body <laughs> hair was was really hideous for a long time. Like really? I used to do my whole chest. I would trim down my legs. I'd have nothing on my arms, nothing on my hands. I was just like smooth. What about your pits? Yeah, I would trim down my pits, but I'd yeah. still leave some there. I yeah. shave my pits, like with a razor. Yeah, with an electric razor. Why? Why? Because because then when you go to the gym, you don't want like hairs. You want to look, you look like, like a lady. You want to look smooth and approachable. But, but you nothing wear... else on you is smooth. <laughs> but my armpits. <laughs> but your arms are still hairy as hell. Yeah, but my armpits are smooth. I had a what about your shoulder and your shoulders? Hairy. You got all that hair. Had, yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, when you go to hair. the gym, you wear like sweaters and long, big t-shirts. No, in the summertime, I'll wear like a tank top or whatever. I uh, I had a good friend of mine who, at some point in your life, everybody starts experimenting with. Sort of modifying the aesthetics of your body with hair, right? Okay. Whether it's ladies, <laughs> you know, or men or whatever. And I, uh, I knew a guy who decided to try the clean shaven look uh-huh. down there. Oh, okay. Clean shaven. So on top and on bottom, yeah. right? Clean shaven. Uh, but the problem was everywhere else on his body, he was super hairy. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. that would look really weird. Right? Very, <laughs> very weird. Yeah. So was there like a yeah. line and then nothing? No, there was a, it was hair, but just with like a bald circle in the middle of it. Like if you looked at him. Oh, no. Right? If you looked at him, it would be just a human covered in hair, except for a bald circle right around the middle. Like, like an aerial <laughs> shot of, like, crop circles, right? Yes. <laughs> Except it's just one circle. No, do you know what it looked like? He looked like, if he laid down on the ground, he would look like a golf green. <laughs> right? With, like, the, with the hole. Like, oh, that's, that's, what so it, gross. that's what it looked like. That's so and gross. And he immediately regretted it. He, I cannot get it out of my head. And the only way to fix it would have been to take all his hair off. Oh, no. So he didn't. He just left it. And let it grow back yeah, in. Yeah, and had, like, an embarrassing two months because his hair was <laughs> thick, right? Like, his hair was... Uh, Alan, thank you very much for listening to the Roz and Mocha show and thank oh, you for dude. joining us on the podcast. Anytime. How long? How long have you been listening? Oh man, I've been listening for like eight years. I used to listen to it on my drive to work. Yeah. And now I live downtown, but I grew up in Malvern. What what? That's where I grew up. What what? So now my commute is much uh much shorter, but yeah. I still listen to the podcast whenever possible. Awesome. Alan, hey, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh my god, I've been waiting to answer this question for some time. Uh so it's kind of of a, a tiered answer Roz you might actually be my spirit animal like you're just so cynical and kind of surly but you're really dry and very charismatic but Mocha you are absolutely my favorite oh you're the type of guy that I would definitely hang out with and hell yeah would just what the hell beer, watch watch WWE Network and be a great time oh damn right jeez man listen Roz you don't like it Alan and I got two words for you yeah. suck it oh wow <laughs> <laughs> peace out homie Peace out, homie. Thanks, guys. Later. Uh, Moving right along, uh, Stephen writes, 
How do you get out of a conversation with a coworker that you have zero interest in? One oh, of my coworkers no. seems to only be able to talk about her kids and will change the topic to that every chance. The rest of us have started avoiding her because of it. So how do you get out of a conversation wow. with a coworker you have zero interest in? Maury, how do I normally end our conversations? Oh, you lied to me many times on the phone <laughs> just saying, oh, my lawyer's on the other line, I gotta go, is one that you've said. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, but that was actually legit, though. And then you said, oh, my, my kid, I, I, I gotta feed my kid. I gotta feed my kid. That's actually legit, too, though. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. I... At one point in my life, I also worked with somebody who always took the conversation and steered it in the direction of something that was happening in her life with her kids. Right. And it was so frustrating. Right. And anybody else within that conversation would try to kind of get back to the original topic. And anytime she chimed in, it would always go back to something about her kids. So I know exactly what this guy is talking about. Yeah. And it got to the point where we, much like Steven started avoiding any type of conversation with her. As soon as she would walk in and try to interrupt or be a part of the convo, we'd let her say her piece about her kids and then conversation done and yeah. then everyone would just walk away. Yeah, Maury, do you have any tips Two on how to get conversation? Two suggestions quickly for you. Two yeah. suggestions. Immediately when you see her coming in, immediately grab your phone, hold it to your ear and okay. just pretend you're talking to somebody and hold your hand up just being just a second. No, how do you end? How do you get do you out end the of conversation? conversation? Let's say you've yeah. already got in right. the conversation. Right, so you can start coughing a little bit, do one of these going, <laughs> sorry, it's going down the wrong throat. <laughs> That's Excuse actually for a minute. Bad. Going down the wrong throat? That's, going down the like, that's a problem. How many throats then, you got? <laughs> just a second. It's actually not bad. And then you go to the bathroom and then you're done. Or you yeah. the, grab your phone. It's vibrate. Excuse me. I got to take this. I got to take this. No, but here's the problem though. What if you're in a group conversation setting? Yeah. Like if the three of us are having a conversation and somebody walks in and interrupts and takes a direction of the convo. Hi, it's Maury. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll be right there. See what I did there? Yeah, I'd be like, oh. oh man, what like that's super rude. Yeah. And also you're throwing us under the bus by getting out of the conversation then. then leaving. Get your own bus. Yeah. See, I uh I will always um interestingly enough, and I guess it's a it's a benefit to me, is that I have to just pee all the time. Right? I always have to pee. Yeah. And I have no problem being involved in a boring conversation and just getting up and going pee. Yeah. And just saying, I gotta pee. And then I just leave and don't come back. Yeah, right? Roz has done that three times. Yeah, yeah. I'll just not come back. Now, the problem with being in a social setting, though, is it's awkward when you're in a conversation you don't want to be in and you manage, you find you're out, right? Like you wind up bailing. And then you go and you do that thing that you did. You go and fake pee or go and fake cough or go and whatever it is. Then you have to reintegrate yourself back into the social setting, but only not continue the conversation with the person that you are having the conversation with. Yeah. Which is weird because often you'll wind up being in very close proximity to them, but you've just decided to not go and continue the conversation. You could also try this. Watch. Roz and I are in the conversation now. Ross, what time is it right now? What, what time uh, do you have? I don't even know, like um, 12.25. No, it isn't. Oh, oh. my, I, I, sorry, I'm supposed to be on a conference call right now. Yeah. Look at that. Mr. Big Shot. Done. With who? With who? With, oh, head office, Vern at head office. Yeah, about what? what? Yeah, how come we weren't at... Ask. We all work in the same department. Yeah, it's just a report that I'm working on right now. He needs what to. What are you working on? That yeah, I don't we know all about. work together. Yeah, it's a budget report. He just budget. Needs to... Somebody's allowing okay. you to do a budget for something. Yeah, right. You freaking liar. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Sorry, guys. I got to go do math with. 
<laughs> Accounting. You liar. <laughs> liar. Yeah, you're terrible, dude. Uh, uh, Merrick writes this. My girl and I just got engaged yay, and we are wedding planning. You, uh, you guys said last week that your favorite drunk food was poutine and pizza. Now that is our midnight menu. Look at that. Uh, what's your recommendations for the best hors d'oeuvres and any other menu advice for our wedding? Portuguese Port- soup is always a big winner at weddings. What Portuguese is Portuguese soup. soup exactly? So it's called, in Portuguese it's called called verde, green mm-hmm. being verde. And it's where you have basically it's potato soup, but it has collard green greens all cut up inside and pieces of sausage and stuff. Had that at many weddings and it's just a fan favorite. Okay. I would just say in terms of hors d'oeuvres, nothing that has onion or uh, excessive garlic in it. Oh, wow. That's and the, nothing that makes a lot of crumbs or nothing, anything that you can eat with your hands would be a good thing as well. I like things that, that should be larger, but then they just provide them in a much smaller option. Right. I love a like a tiny little one. Somebody brings around a tiny little hamburger. Oh, like, the sliders! Oh, my God, look oh at you man, cute little bastards! Yo, sliders are the bomb. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, or like these, uh, like tiny little crab cakes. Yeah. I love. I could eat a like a ton of them. But you have to think about breath though, too, right? Because if you're doing hors d'oeuvres or something, crab cakes are going to cause bad breath. And no, you're not necessarily. Right? No, 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 no. no. Yeah. I like when uh, I like a little spring roll. Sure. And yeah. I was going to say when they bring out a little wonton and a little spoon. Oh, see, that's oh, a, yeah. so shrimp good. cocktail. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. shrimp cocktail. Yeah. Always a fan. Uh, yeah, I like all I like all that stuff. I like things that you would normally eat larger. I was at uh, an event one time, and they brought around. They had on a tray, um, almost the size of you know, like mouthwash cups. Yeah, right. That sort of not like a tiny little thing, but like the like a yeah, proper yeah. mouthwash Dixie size cups. cup. Yeah, and they were. Filled all sticking out of the top with super thin French fries. Ooh, so they were just one. like these tiny yeah. little mini orders of of French fries. Um, Mexican stuff is always is always great. Just like you know a, a larger sort of. Um, a corn tortilla that's fried so it's like one large chip with sort of you know a little guac on one side and a little salsa on the other that you just break in half and eat it that way like all that stuff is pigs great people blanket. love that stuff oh yeah pigs in a blanket are what are those like good. a sausage roll yeah, yeah. sausage mm. rolls are good man uh, VJW says, I have a four-year-old. So much talking. Yeah. How do you dig deep and find the energy and patience to be super parent at the end of a 10-hour day I don't know. Like I look to you, Roz, for that kind of advice because yeah. your daughter is uh, is nine now. Yeah. And okay, so VJW, her kid is four. Uh, our son is going to be two soon. So we're getting into that stage where I mean, I don't work a ten-hour day physically here in the studio, mm-hmm. but when I get home, he is just like full of energy, and it's like it's go time as soon as I walk through that front door. Yeah. And like tired bro but doesn't seeing your kid boost your energy already it totally does it totally does but you find yourself getting frustrated though you find you you will find yourself as a parent snapping at your kid you'll find yourself as a parent uh you know you will see your kid i i have moments all the time and i'll I'll say this to you mocha and i'll say this to anybody else listening and i have had many many moments where i've caught myself and i'm like what in the hell am i doing what did I just say? Why would I say that? Why would I feel that way? What is? What do I spend all my time doing throughout the day if I can't do this? And that is you'll find yourself, you're going to be exhausted at the end of the day and your kid's going to go, hey, can you read me a story tonight? And I'm going to go, and you're going to go, no, baby, not tonight. And then you're going to go upstairs and you're going to be like, what the hell did I just do? Yeah. What did I just do? Yeah. 
Oh, what man. the hell? Like, what the hell did I just do? I just said no. It's gonna. It's ten minutes out of my life. How tired am I? Yeah. My kid, your kid just wants to spend time with you. Your kid doesn't necessarily want to do all these great, fantastic adventures, although that stuff is great. The only thing your kid wants to do is hang. Yeah. That's what they want. They just want to spend a little time with you. And if you work a ton or you know, you, you're sort of on opposite schedules or whatever it is, it's not about the story. It's not about a bedtime story or it's not about, hey, will you go to the park with me for 15 minutes so I can you know, just run around on my scooter? It's never about the scooter or the book or the park. It's always just about hanging with you. And you're going to find yourself to, you're going to be at the park and your kid's going to be on the monkey bars and doing their thing. And they're going to do something and they're immediately going to go, oh my God, did you see that? And you're going to look up from your phone and you're going to go, yeah, it was awesome. And you saw nothing. Yeah. And you're going to feel terrible for an entire weekend when you do that. Yeah. You're going to feel terrible. I'll tell terrible. you when I, like real talk, when I start, when I catch myself and, and the guilt, like for a split second. Yeah. Because our kid, he naps in the afternoon and we're fortunate that he goes to bed super early. Like seven o'clock, he's in bed, he sleeps the entire night, yeah. right? But those days when I am like beyond tired, exhausted, don't want to do anything, mm-hmm. I start counting down the hours till he goes yeah. to sleep at night. Yeah. And then when we get close to that time, I start feeling guilty that... I'm looking forward to him going to sleep because legit like 10 minutes after he goes to sleep, I'm sitting there on the couch and we'll be watching TV and I'm like, oh my God, I just miss him so much. Mm-hmm. And I just want to hang out. Mm-hmm. Like but if when, he would stay But when he was here, like, you just wanted him in bed. Yeah. It's terrible. It yeah. is. It it's really terrible. is. That's, there's nothing wrong with those feelings and yeah. nobody's telling you to be a super parent, you know, and you will feel guilty for, you know, lying to your kid and you'll feel guilty for brushing them off and you'll feel guilt. You're going to feel guilty. You, yeah. You, that's, it's what's part of parenting is you are going to have those moments of where you you really think you're crap and you didn't even see it coming. It just happened. And the, the shocking thing and the, the real painful thing is just how easy it came to you, how easy you were yeah. able to do that. And, uh, and it, it's, it's terrible. You just got to recognize those moments and you got to catch them and realize that all your kid wants to do is just hang with you. Yeah. They, don't, they don't need anything else. They just want to hang with you, man. Uh, Jennifer writes this. This is a fun one. Uh, what high level job do you think you could lie your way into with no experience and that nobody would notice? Maury, you're the supreme liar. Computer programming. No, you could not. Absolutely not. How could you lie yourself in your way into computer programming? I just assume they'll just give you an office or something and you just no, have no, to no, type no, a bunch no, of as, stuff. As in, you have an interview. They interview you. You have full conversations, but you're just BSing. Oh. So, so do you think that you could lie your way through a, a, jo- a job? I apologize. Um, I would say something along the lines of, I would say cop. Uh, I, would, I don't think so. I, I would say cop. I would say lawyer. You just need to, you Hold know, regurgitate. There's a big word right there. The big word right there, regurgitate. And, you know, say a bunch of things that you learned on Law and Order SVU. There's a... There's a physicality needed to be a police officer, though, yeah. that you couldn't lie your way through. You mean, like, physically? Yes. You have to take the you have to take a physical test. Oh, you have to be yeah. able to accomplish certain things. You got to climb physically. over a wall, you know, underneath the wall, a couple yeah. of things like that. Yeah. And yeah. you got to know how to you got to know how to take somebody that. down. Yeah. You Knee do, on the back, Miranda right. No, writes. that's when they're down. I said you yeah. got to be able to take somebody down. I could take Mocha down right now. There's no way. And I'm not allowing this to happen because it's going to get violent very fast. Yeah. You walk out of here with a black eye. Yeah. It's probably not gonna, on it's, a stretcher, it's too. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, what could I lie my way in? Like, 
Like if somebody asked me if I had managerial experience and I'd be like, hell yeah, I got managerial experience. And like, you think you could take care of that KFC franchise? I'd be like, hell yeah, I can manage a KFC franchise. I got, it's no problem. I think I could lie my way into managing a KFC. Yeah. Right. But could I lie my way into being an NHL goalie? No. No, absolutely not. Right. Could I, you know, <laughs> but you could lie your way into becoming, I guess, the coach. I don't no, know because you still you, need you, that experience. You, you, I would not pass. I would not pass the initial interview. But you've watched hockey every night. But I. But I don't know strategy though. But no. But that's the lying part. You make up strategy. No. But I th- then no. But then I might as well just become a coach if I'm doing that much research. <laughs> that's true. Right. You're basically researching then, how to be a coach. Then I'm going into a job fully qualified for the interview. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you could do at this moment. What you could yeah. lie your way into. That's a tough question. I don't know. Like I, I really don't know. Like, like maybe like personal trainer at the gym. Like I think I know enough about fitness you, that I could probably. But do you know the terms of the of the coach. stuff that you have to do? Ah, not really. Yeah, yeah. Like suit what suitcase squats? I don't even know what that is. I don't See? think that's real. Maybe I, I could I could be I the think, personal I think trainer. They only do that at your weirdo gym. Suitcase squats? Yeah, take your shirt off, do some suitcase squats. Right. I don't know, man. If, if you're at a gym and they immediately tell you to take off your shirt, that that's not a gym. That's how Maury's class starts every week. Is yeah. all right. Take your shirt off. What? Yeah, Isn't every that week. That's, That's how it strange. starts. Strange, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, we got time for one more. Mm. Oh, um, here's a good one. Can Mocha pronounce February? I've noticed he only ever says Feb. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird thing to notice. I don't know. I've always only ever said Feb. Can you say the full word? Yeah, February. Yeah. But okay. it just sounds weird. Yeah. It feels say it feels weird even saying it. Yeah, February. No, yeah. you don't say, you need to say the R. Just go February. No, but that's not. But it. that's not how you say it. A lot of people, I would say, majority of people say February. Yeah, because it just naturally sounds like that's yeah. how yeah, the word should be pronounced. People say things naturally, not how they're supposed to be. Said. No, 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 no. But February. It's, it's February. I think saying February to me sounds like you're saying it wrong. Yeah. Kind of sounds like you have a speech impediment. It does. Yeah, it sounds wrong. It sounds like you, you're making a mistake. It's like when somebody says library. Who does that? Yeah, that's a true. A lot of people. A library. library. February. Yeah. February. It's like, February. It's like the difference between um, nuclear and nuclear. Nuclear right? and nuclear. I see people Wait, on the, I see people on the news all the time talking about nuclear war. Nuclear. Nuclear. Say it again. Nu- nuclear. People, people all the time say Nuclear. Nuclear yeah. versus nuclear. Right. Nuclear. 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 Right. Nuclear. 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 No, I hear people all the time saying really? nuclear. Yeah. I've never noticed that. Yeah. You know, I'm going to start noticing that now and it's going to drive me nuts. Oh, it will drive you nuts. Nuclear. Yeah. What about nu- schedule and schedule? Yeah, that, don't even get me started on that. A stupid Canadian saying presentation schedule. Presentation and presentation. No, that that's, there's an American um, uh, Canadian difference. I was it's, watching it's Friends like, and she said, Presentation, yeah, like 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 the, there's a difference between process and process. Um, there's, niche and niche. Uh, Mazda and Mazda is different uh, in the in the U.S. and uh, and in Canada. And if you watch a lot of HTTV, you notice that they say foyer, foyer instead of foyer. Oh yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, they say foyer, foyer. Yeah, where we say foyer, foyer. Yeah, that sounds wrong. Yeah, to me, right? Feb February, right? February. Oh, last one here. Celine, tacos or fajitas? Oh, tacos all day. Tacos 100% all day. See, I was going to say fajitas because they're softer and, you know, there's no mess. You just eat down the triangle. Excuse me? You eat down the triangle. What are you talking about? Fajitas are shaped like triangles, right? What do you mean? 
No. No, I'm thinking quesadillas. Yeah. Okay, so let's add that to the list. Tacos, fajitas, or quesadillas? Oh, quesadillas. Tacos. Really? You t- quesadillas on top I like you? when all my meat is sort of wrapped up in a nice And all held package. together with cheese. Yeah. Just like, just like all of your insides. <laughs> <laughs> Every week, we will post on Instagram, uh, at Kiss925, a picture that reads, Ask Roz and Mocha. Ask whatever it is that you want. We'll try to get to as many questions as we can on the following podcast. And, of course, we'll invite one of you to join us on that episode. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com or on the KISS 92.5 app.